when your when your when your uh, when your day gets planned for you, mm. it's you got salute salute the women in my life. Mm. My sisters is hey, this is what's happening Sunday. This is what you this is what you got to do. Mm. All right, yeah. I ain't had no plans. Yes, inserted you in the plan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it though. Do y'all I, know a lot of women kid with children? A lot of women with children. Not like not like parents and shit. Like not, not, like, not like our parents. I, mean, I like, do. I do now. Okay. You do you? Huh? Do you? Uh, yeah, I know. I know a couple. But I was just thinking about like the etiquette on on Mother's Day. Like, do you reach out to folks that got mm. kids? Mm. Can we not? That might be petty. Though. Can we? Can we not contaminate Mother's Day? First? <laughs> can we not? Can we not? <laughs> Let's do it right. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. I'm Marty Draper. I'm LG. Lex B U B. A happy. Happy, happy, very special uh, Mother's Day. It is. We are recording this on a Sunday. You'll get it Monday, obviously, but we want to wish all the mothers happy Mother's Day. And I had to, like, sort of shift it real quick because I felt it going to place. And I was, <laughs> you know, you know, when you like you ready to be with the shit and you're like, OK, maybe I shouldn't just like blindly follow L off this cliff. <laughs> let's, let's walk it back just a little bit. Um, try to go over this oh man, I got you, that's how you know it's early. I got sleep in my eye and shit. Um, I ran out of here, rushed to the store. Uh, the the Mother's Day holiday, the holiday scramble. Mm-hmm. The stores clean up. I feel like. Oh yeah, like they clean up big time. Um, it was so many people in there getting like the flower department was booming this morning. It's like everybody waited till Sunday till today. Like today is the day everybody waited till. I think more than more than ever, and this was like the time to wait till last minute because folks be so preoccupied with nothing. Though. Nothing, nothing, nothing. But yeah. to, but to go out any earlier than yesterday just didn't seem responsible. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't realize it though. I was just wondering like why there were so many people out yesterday. But now I guess it's a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of moms out there. I mean, they set it up too. Like they had the lines in there, like you, like the um, like the rope off that you have for like a um, like a red carpet event. Mm. Had that shit going on through the through the spot, so they directed you to certain <laughs> locations. Like my nigga, what if I want to go? What if I want to go over there, bro? <laughs> now nah, you gotta come this way first, nah, bro. I feel like my world has been structured enough now. Like my nigga, like don't tell me now I gotta go this direction, bro. Well, we can. I'll, I'll, now that we've said Happy Mother's Day, Mom, Grandma, Aunties, everybody, we love you. Uh, anything that's said beyond this point is is not. Y'all got any it's special? Not, it's not associated with Mother's Day. Yeah, it's not. It's not completely. <laughs> it's, it has nothing to do with Mother's Day. We can't do. We can't do that, guys. Now, it is. It is pretty cool though that our the day that we choose to the the, the day that we chose to record on just happens to be the days where shit just be lit. <laughs> like we like we chose a day that has hella holidays and like Easter know. Sunday, Mother's Day. What are, what else? What's that, what else, what else we got cracking on? Don't Sunday? forget Father's Day like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you about to, you about to do one of them? Why 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 Mother's Day? Well, Mother's Day is special, but Father's Day we just blow right past. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday might be the the one holiday that we all agree on. Like it's people that don't even fuck with football that that throw. I, how sick is it? People that don't fuck with football throw Super so Super Bowl Sunday it's parties. The place to be, man. I never knew that it was a thing. People buy a big ass TV and then take it back on Monday. 
they oh, buy what? it just for Super Bowl. That's where them open take, box be cra- open box deals be and cracking. Then they take Damn. it back on Monday. One well, of my friends said the best time to buy a TV is he said wait till the week right after Super Bowl. I was like, really? He open like, box. Open box. And he said them TVs only been played for that one day. That, Damn. Well, that's actually nuts though, because like I I let me tell you how bad like I am. The reason why I'm so great when it comes to like financial literacy now is because of how stupid I was in college. Fuck so dude. like I had like a. a we would get our check, and it's so fucked up how they do uh, student athletes because they Yo. give you just a lump sum. They give, they just hand it to you, bro. Like, and it's like <laughs> manage but it, it, but it's, but it's after starvation though. Like, yeah. they starve you for a period of time, and then they give you a lump sum and be like, "All right, so now they, we're gonna starve you over the next few months." So this you is, better make that shit straight. This is rent. This is books. This is food. This is this is just this is just regular get by shit. But you ain't had nothing. For three months My now. Nigga, so when they throw you that lump, they throw you that lump, nigga, you go, nigga, you big shopping, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, take, just empty out the bank account, my nigga. Just be walking around with the stacks on you. Splurges. Bro, so you just pull up to the uh, to the spot. So, nigga, I used to grab, nigga, a big screen TV, right? And uh, had that shit set up. Be fired for like a week. And then I realized that I just did hella shit throughout this week. Then the big screen got to go back. So I used to take that motherfucker back. So I had to haul it. The, the amount of times I had to haul this big screen back and forth <laughs> through my whip. Like, haul that motherfucker back to the store. Uh, reimburse it. Cool. Go on. Okay, now I got this bread on me. Now I got to let this bread stretch. Check come again. Big screen come right back. <laughs> <laughs> this, this time I can manage. <laughs> no, bro. It never was a managing situation. It was really just, it was It was all for the splurge. Like, Ever. hey, just now I'm just going to... Mm. Drop it on the big screen. Let's do it. Should the shit? I never really needed it. Wouldn't that be a great? But they would have to do it for real, and I feel like they wouldn't do it for real. That would be a great uh, Netflix series. The the life of the college athlete for real, for real. Because they never they always tell it from like like blue chips is cool, but it's more so from like the coach's perspective, and they don't really get it from like the player's perspective. Like the shit you navigating I as mean, a player. You gotta give that money to the players. There's nowhere to do it until until they until they're allowed to like pay the players. Then then yeah, let's let's open that shit up because there's unlimited storytelling to be, yeah. to help, be held over there. Well, we could well let's 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 do it there, fellas. How how was your week? First of all, let's start start there. Any 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 anything eventful? A lot a lot of shit took place this week. We'll get we'll get into. But how was your weeks uh, individual individually? One of you niggas start. Another another <laughs> Dexter week for me. Um, you, how do you, where do you stand on Dexter now? Last week you was like, "Yo, think this one is this this one's undervalued a little bit." Are you still you still standing by that? After no, Dexter's raw as fuck, bro. Like just just a somebody like you got to be a sicko to tell the story that you told for Dexter though, because he is like you make a serial killer very human, and it was it was interesting the way they did it. So it was really it was cool. What we just talk about, Lex, how they the the people's ability, writer's ability to humanize. Some of the sickest people. You know, that Unabomber series on Netflix. By the time you finish watching that, you're like, oh, I, I understand, bro. Like, he's complete, you completely empathize with him. Uh, the Waco shit, you empathize with Crip, bro. He's, he's a fucking lunatic. And you're like, ah, I can see it. I mean, I think it's because as a whole, like, we just made it, we made it, we just kind of chose good to be good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, we looked at good and it was like, oh, that's the way to do things without like looking at the full spectrum so like there is certain there's a way to justify 
a good amount of the bad too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. What is that? What is that? We because this leads to a very a very major topic this week, and what that reveals in us collectively. Um, obviously, everybody don't feel that way, but they're te- these shows are testing well um, as as sheer entertainment escapism whatever you want to call it but there's got to be something there like it ain't just like oh this is a well-written show it's entertaining or whatever like there's some there's some sort of escapism where people are identifying some way um when you like was breaking and it was trending on twitter and shit the the one about stalker bro uh the most recently on netflix everybody you couldn't go nowhere where nobody was talking about that show and you're like wait what's this about and then you start watching it it's about a fucking stalker Oh, see, I didn't even watch it. Yeah, and and but these this this is this is men and women going. Yeah, I identify with. Brother oh, Obama. you talk about uh, uh, you talk about the dude that. Okay, I think I know you're talking about. Yeah, that. yeah. Okay, I got and, you. I got you. And so I'm just. I was yeah, just like, I mean, folks, folks, we, they fucked with uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and that was like a trending thing. Like it's it's certain sicko shit that people, you know, they definitely do hide. They hide in other people's comfort in that shit. Cause like if you can get like a group of people to agree on something that's fucked up, then you get to hide in it. Damn. Well, this is ridiculous that we're gonna start here after after going from like like not wanting to talk about it at all. Well, we probably should talk about it off mic first. Um, six nine. Are, are you guys opposed to having that conversation at all? Mm, I mean, go for it. You don't care to though. Nah, I don't really pay attention to it. Neither do uh, it'll be interesting to see like where we take this stuff, like where the what angle we can find in this. Well, the only angle, the only angle I have, Lex, because Lex called in the middle of the week is like, bro, I'm conflicted. I don't want to talk about this shit at all. But it, we we kind of have to because of and not because of anything he's done. Don't really care to talk about the music. But you fir- the the YouTube popped up. And it can't, it's the first thing. It's the first thing it showed on the YouTube when, it, when we turned it on this morning. And it's like, wait, did sixty-one million in a day? And like that money, that that money goes somewhere. Like it's not that that's not that 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 directly translates to money for somebody. Even if it's not him, it's translating to money for someone. Um, but with with all the ramifications, all the lives that were ruined in and around that case. One would just go, all right, bruh gets no shine, no run anywhere, right? We just completely just just freeze him out. And what what no one has learned from Trump, what no one has learned from Lavar, what nobody what no one has learned from Ye, like the trolls, good and bad, they just move the meter. Like if you can make people if you could be that polarizing, people don't under people still seem seem not to really understand, like even you expressing hate outwardly and and loudly is coverage and it allows for engagement. And today, what it's always been this way, but even more so now because of digital space and e-commerce, engagement is all you're looking for. You're not looking for you're not looking for everybody to love it. The the dis the dislike button is a button for for a reason. It can, it should should be have should be having like a billion trillion streams and and be having having insane amount of dislikes too. But that you still you still went there. That stream still counted for something. While you there, while you were there for while you went there to dislike it, guess what it did? It's just another hit. 
It's yeah. the Howard Stern effect. When they when he first like hit New York radio, they were like so they were saying they were like thirty percent of people listen to it because they love Howard Stern. Yeah. And then they were like the others seventy percent listen to it because they hate Howard Stern. But they're listening. Yeah, that's so. Wild. So, uh, so the question. So we went from we went from like yo, I don't want to talk about the shit at all, and like kind of standing on this. At least for me, I'm gonna speak for myself. What I went through this week was like, oh man, for like wanting to wanting to have this this moral stance on the on the on the on the strength of the culture, and I'm trying to when when that feeling arises because it's such a it's such a. Um, it's such a it's such a normal thing that I do, G. Um, immediately, I try to stand on like this, like I don't, and I don't know where it's coming from, but it's just something I try. It's my, it's my instinct. Mm-hmm. So because it's my instinct, and I know it not to be the most healthy thing to do, when I start to feel like that, is when I go, okay, maybe I should think about it a completely different way now. Just deviate from that 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 instinct, um, just to find an alternate angle. Yeah. yeah. Um, an alternate angle was like, yo, what is this? What does this reveal in us? Can we have a can we have a larger, healthier discussion about what this was re- revealing collectively in the people? Because there's something happening there. If this if if this case was so polarizing, covered so covered covered from end to end the way it was, and then and then all and then we have all the information how how shitty all of this tra- transpired out to be, and Brooke can be released into protective custody. And be a, be labeled a rapper still, and sell, pr- pr- produce, and sell rap music to a to a culture who has deemed this the one unforgivable thing. This is un, this is completely undoing and everything this shit, this shit is supposed to stand on, and that's what Fifty was trying to explain to everyone. Um, this is what, believe it or not, this is the same shit we said in years ago, like a like a year ago. Talking about this is like, yo, he's Brad's gonna. We called this specifically. He's gonna get, he's gonna get busted. He's gonna, he's going to tell, and then he's gonna get out and be able to sell music still. And remember getting killed for that shit. And it's like, it's gonna reveal something about us because we just can't say no. Yeah. We can't, we just can't say no. And we, when we, when we want to, when we think, when we think we're like this and something, like Meek jumps out the window and and says all these things. And granted, he's saying the right thing, but not understanding. Bruck can leverage all of that to his to just more coverage. Snoop, you you using your platform to give something more more shine. There's a there's a ton of shit out here that you could you could you could talk about D- using them to specifically because of how big they are. And then now we go to the publications, Hip Hop DX, Hot ninety seven, uh, Breakfast Club, like all Elliot, of, Wilson. Elliot Wilson, all of these big platforms, uh, Queens Flip. Um, uh, no jumper. All of these massive platforms that move the meter, um, Vlad, in order to stay, in order to stay at the top as far as like in having to compete trending wise, they could not be caught not having the conversation that was moving the meter so much. They had to have it, and Brez able to leverage it. So here we are, and. And now it's like, well, Monty, y'all talking about the show? Fuck, man. How 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 can you not? How can you not? And I I I I don't know. 
So part of, part of me, go ahead. No, no, finish your thought. Part of part of me wanted to be like, fuck that. We're not going. We're not going to be a part of that. But we got. I feel like we gotta have a discussion on what this is revealing about us on a on a fucking on a Sunday on a, on Mother's Day. This is this is this is this is what's commanding the conversation. It feels shitty. It feels really really shitty. Like when I called you to have the conversation, I had to do the same thing you did and step back and look at it from a whole nother view. Because, like you said, it's really up to the people if this kid still blows up Mm. after he comes out and we know he told. And they chose to have him blow up, let alone it was the perfect storm. Everybody's stuck in the house. He's going to say entertaining shit. The masses want to be entertained. And then it goes to Is he really saying anything, though? That's the part, like... It doesn't, nowadays you don't have to say anything. As long as you're talking and some way people find it entertaining, they're going to watch it. Hmm. And then, like you said, the whole story behind it. And then the other thing that hit me with was as much as we like to think that this is our culture, <laughs> this to me kind of showed like, is it? Is it? Is it really? That was, that was my take on it. Just like, isn't that the sacrifice of hip hop being the number one genre? Mm. Because like, it's it's we gotta stop. <laughs> acting, we just gotta stop acting like it's like what hip hop started off as. Like, yeah. if it was how it started off as, then yes, you can definitely micromanage everything about it uh, because it has kind of a code and a moral standpoint to it. But once it gets as large as it is, bro, like, I don't think people understand what number one really means, bro. Hmm. Like, exactly. nigga, that means everybody fucks with this. Yeah. The meter is moved with every with every switch up to, to different things. So this is just a reflection of that being the case. Like, there's people listening to hip-hop now that have zero background in that shit. Hmm. So they don't know nothing about this code of the street shit. Could care less. They probably heard about it before, but man, like, like we were just having that conversation about um, about us having our like us having a blind spot uh, for like men having a blind spot to women, um, you know, white people having a blind spot to black people. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of the same. This thing. applies here. It's, this definitely applies here. Wow, you man. I mean, that's a blind spot too. Like they they don't know nothing about that street code shit. Yeah. So you can keep trying to hold them accountable for that. You ain't holding that many people accountable for nothing. Nigga, they do what the fuck they want to because they're told what they want to do. Nigga, so you can move that motherfucker all you want to, bro. Like, that's that's my take on it. And that's, uh, but see, that's, and that's why I wanted to have to discuss, to unlock shit like that. Cause I hadn't even considered that. And I'm just trying to, like, just genuinely trying to rack, trying to, trying to process it in my brain in terms of what is, what it, what am I supposed to, like, what hill am I supposed to die on? Mm hmm. And this is revealing something for me, just like how to how to pivot and how to really, really put an emphasis on um, exp- yeah, art and expression um, that helps at the very least that helps. Uh, you know what, G, because while, while, while as much as I want to like sort of doc- document and sort of rewrite how our story is written. Mm. I think I care. I think I care a lot more about what, how the future can sort of be shaped and mm-hmm. carved out for people that come behind us. Yeah. Um, 
I can see that. It feels it feels it feels selfish to be so consumed with making sure my legacy is remembered right. Like right. I don't, I don't really know. I don't really I don't really want to be that invested in that. Um, I do I do, however, want to want to want want to begin to do the work that completely rethinks what tomorrow and down the road could be for somebody else so that their their opportunities are, are extremely different the resources are are uh, are abundant um and there there aren't any restraints of 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 of, of anything for that matter but specifically fear mm-hmm. um re- rewriting that and and so and and so in in, in alignment with, with what you just said we're just like yo this is this is just the casualty of being number 1 and having to understand what that means the crazy shit Lex came over the other day and we watched the Beastie Boys doc. Mm. Them them do you know that they essentially like that 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 how they blew up was essentially just like on accident? Mm. Like they had two records out, two singles. And Madonna and them called for three other groups before they before it was like like yo, can we get the Fat Boys? Can we get can we get uh, Run, DMC. Run DMC? Can we get Run DMC? No, they're busy. Can we get the nah, Fat Boys? They too much. Too, yeah. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Run, Run and them wanted too much for to to be to be support on that tour. Fat Boys weren't even managed by by uh, by Rush management, and they were like, "Yeah, they busy too." <laughs> <laughs> and so when they when they called when they called back a third time, it was like, "Hey, but we got these kids, Beastie Boys." It's like, who the fuck is that? So these kids go from playing holes in the wall, like literally just playing for their friends in the city to opening for Madonna on a world tour. Hmm. And it's just like, and they go and even them. Like, that sounds like you get up out of here. That's a, <laughs> yeah. And so, but they go, folks. they go and then imme- and immediately they have to fulfill these characters that they, they just made a song. They just, uh, uh, cookie puss. They just made a song, and so they had to become these kids, and they're just and they're trying to think of like what what's gonna make this sell, and because they're kids, they go. Um, Rick Rubin's like, oh, wrestlers, the heel, the heel in wrestling, like the heel in wrestling is the. Go we gotta ahead. take a quick timeout. Young Rick Rubin. Oh, was it turned was turned up? G. It's mm. Post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my face. <laughs> to the point. I was like, "What is Post Malone doing in this documentary?" But it was Rick Rubin. It fucked me up. And he said, "He said it in real time." He goes, "Is young Rick Rubin Post Malone?" <laughs> and it, and because he was talking so fired up, like yeah. Rick Rubin was talking big shit. Yeah, it might be Post Malone. Damn, you know, um, that's wild. But he go his whole thinking what is was this is on Apple uh, Apple TV Plus. Oh, Apple TV, okay. yeah. Um, but because because they were so fired up and so specific, it's like, yo, we gotta be the hills. So they they came up with these characters, and when they're opening for Madonna, they would just go and talk shit to the crowd, hmm. and the crowd loved it, ate it up, huh? ate it up. And yeah. by the time they got back, they were stars. Damn, literally. By the time they got back from doing from opening for Madonna, which they should, they had two songs, and so now, and and this this gonna lead into a whole. Because anybody that hasn't seen it, uh, please go watch the Beastie Boys doc. Um, I, I don't know about everybody else's affinity for Beastie Boys, but one of the first full like full length albums I ever got was Licensed to Ill because it's my mom's favorite group. 
So I know that fucking album front to back and and love it. Like love it even even after watching the doc and what it sort of represents for them. Mm-hmm. It, it it holds even a, a greater prestige because of how what a what a sort of social experiment it was for them. Mm-hmm. Like it was just it was characters, it was fulfilling something. Um finding out how like uh God 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 bless the dead MCA like what his sort of genius really was. Me and Lex were sitting there like, wait, these niggas played all the instruments too? Like, I just thought they rapped forever. Yeah. Didn't know none of that shit. And so it gets it gives a whole new light to their genius and sort of identifying with them as a band. But my other point was they're white. Um and it got me to thinking about the what that what that really means in 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 this space in particular, bro. They literally, they were just like, we just walk down the street, and just kind of make up songs, and then go like, yo, we're gonna go do it when we get back, and and this shit <laughs> would <Yeah>. work. <laughs> it would, and they'd be like, bro, we just got here, and then and then so they had their meeting about um, the set design for the stage, mm-hmm. and as a joke, they're like, yeah, man, we wanna. We want a, a 50, 50 foot penis to ride out, rise outside, to rise up, rise Come up at the, the stage, box. at the bottom of the stage, out the box in the stage. <laughs> uh, we want, we want a six pack of beer, like a big blow, uh, inflatable one. We want a girl and a go go gay and a go go cage, <laughs> and uh, and all this crazy shit. And then they said they got to Seattle. It was like, it was all everything they asked for was right there, was, was there. And they're like, oh fuck. <laughs> and so by the end of the tour, they were just like. Because they had to become these characters, because all this, like all the songs that they made, they were making fun of people, mm-hmm. and it was like the the characters that they were making fun of, they were becoming, and it was like torture for them. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was just thinking like the 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 privilege of getting to just kind of just goof around and not have really not have your music mean that much to you, but it still kind of take off. Yeah, and yeah, they went on tour for three years straight yeah. from the age of what eighteen to twenty one or mm-hmm. seventeen to so, twenty something crazy like that. Like that's crazy all in itself. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. See, I don't know, I don't know much about the BC Boys, so that's that's just interesting. Yeah, here. yeah, even it, I don't I like it, the social experiment part though. Yeah, it and, but it and it it just lends itself to like because we're talking we're talking uh, late eighties with them, late eighties yeah. uh, for License to Ill. Um, what's that? Eighty seven, license to eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking late eighties for them, and then them going through a whole different transformation and sort of evolution, being allowed to evolve as men and as thinkers and what they what they wanted their messages to re- represent. Mm-hmm. Girls, when you when you when they were breaking down the lyrics of girls, oh my gosh! And he was just like he was just like yo. I couldn't be more embarrassed about those lyrics. But again, even then as kids, they were doing it to make fun at how misogynistic the world was. Fuck just blaming it on hip hop. It's like, yo, this is a reflection of the world. So they were doing like a form of satire at first? Yes. Yeah. The whole thing was uh, uh, fight for your right to party was a, was a, was making fun of the, the fucking frat guys. Mm. And, and guess who showed up to their shows to dance to that song? Mm. The frat guys. Who was, who was playing the song Girls? Out of out of like yo, I relate to this, and so it it had it's this reoccurring theme of like satire revealing this sickness in us collectively. Yeah, we're sick as fuck. When we talked about that whole shit of like the world collect like sh- showing their hand of how much niggas hate women collectively, like yo, this is this says something when you when you break down the lyrics of girls 
And we're talking. I was talking to uh, Sal last night. I'm like, yo, what happens to, what happens to a young Tupac, to where he can go from theater kid, into poetry, um, having access, like literally, literally being born into fucking um, activism. activism with the with the with his parents, both of his parents being members of the Panthers. That's how. That's you understand how that kid can make Brenda's got a baby, dear mama. Keep your head up. You you get that. How does that kid go from making Brenda's got a how does the same person make Brenda's got a baby to fucking toss it up? That's something that ain't that it, that's not an in, that's not an indictment of him. That's an indictment of this world. Yeah. That, like think about that spectrum and what's being said in those songs and how and how some of his, some some part of him believes everything he's saying but also understands the satire of the of the world mm-hmm. i don't know man it, it just it it's it, it, it it's this is why we had like i couldn't i couldn't just go fuck six nine because this is a, this is a, this social experiment portion of it is saying something about us it's why it's why donald trump can be in office and and be primed to win another fucking term i know people hate when we like we keep bringing that bringing it well, that's up a but that's a Conclusion, bro. It's just it's here, like that's, it's that's happening. It, it, I, 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 it, it's not revealing nothing about him to me. I know who I know what he gonna do. I know what he gonna say. But if we can't take a look at ourselves based on these results and these numbers and this engagement that people are generating like that, we got We got a whole nother set of issues, my nigga. Like for real, for real. Our indictment already happened by not even figuring out what candidate was gonna be the best one to go up against. <laughs> we couldn't agree on that. And and then ended up having to settle settle for the nigga that was on the front line of uh, of uh, 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 three strikes law and all that shit the shit that the shit that ruined ruined the black community. That's the nigga you got you got you selling to us right now. And then put Obama put the camera on Obama to endorse this nigga and Obama couldn't even fake it, bro. That's what fucked me up. Also, Obama, we, gotta, we gotta talk about how much Obama ain't trying to be a part of that this shit. He don't. He don't want to be. Bro, no. Nah, he want. He want everybody to die on that hill, my nigga. Like I tried to tell y'all for eight years, my nigga, who Gee. this person was. Gee, I did, for sure want y'all to die on that hill. I want. Pe- I hope people watch that endorsement video, dog, because he was just like, like, look here, man. I'm gonna do it, <laughs> but, but look here, I'm I'm trying to warn y'all right now. If shit don't go the way y'all thought, I told you. <laughs> Pretty much, I, I told you, <laughs> real, real one, real one, shit, bro. Like, I mean, oh I tried, man, I tried to give y'all the game. Y'all was soaking it for a bit, but then y'all just lost yourselves all man. over again. Like, what? Um, it's crazy that when you brought up like society looking at itself, yeah, it kind of goes to the topic of what I was saying. Is it easier to forgive yourself? Or to forgive somebody else. Mm, you did bring that. Hey, that shit. We're reading the note. So we we uh, we send notes to each other to figure out what to talk about uh, each week. And um, every everybody's been saying it, but you you're you as an addition to the show, Lex, can't say enough about just the dialogue. Like how much we how much we 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 explore the conversation further. Um, but when you sent that this morning, I was like, yo, how. How much easier is it to forgive yourself versus to give someone else to forgive someone else? I I just started watching Insecure, um, season four. Uh, 
for for personal reasons it was like i don't know if i can handle this shit i told l i had l and them die another night like why <laughs> i hadn't watched it um but i finally watched it and before i do anything my iman europe fuck man like what that what that woman went through as a creative and to and to be specific like she was like yo my shit gonna be on there and when you know if you know her music you know why like she sh- she should be on that show to finally have her song and, and and but so many of the homies have had their music on there like that was the one person that music was supposed to be on that show so she salute to iman uh see ep- uh episode four season four salute 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 um but the conversation that they're having in there like forgiving yourself versus forgiving someone else the the love triangle the dynamic between lawrence the uh his new chick Issa's new friend and him just having a rapport with his ex like they like they got they nigga five years you got you got a real rapport when you with someone for five years and it didn't and it granted she cheated he was checked out there's all these different things that lead to a different conversation around why they broke up but when co Ask him like, yo, if she didn't cheat, would you still be with her? And Brug, he had to think about that shit. Like, goddamn. And the forgiveness part. Here, here, Issa is like trying to evolve and sort of forgive. Not only forgive um, how she felt in and around the Lauren situation, but she's 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 working on forgiving herself and like trying to be the bigger person. Meanwhile, her partner, who's stuck and not able to forgive the shit that's going on in her life sort of holding her back and like kind of reminding her to be like, nah, stand on your, stand on your square, sis. Fuck that. You don't forget. You don't get forgive nothing. We don't forget nothing out here. And it's trying to find love. And it's like, wait, bro, what do I do? And the brilliance of the writing of that show yeah, to, no, to they, highlight they that. Shut, they shut it down in season four with that one. They are hot. Yo. Didn't Westlake have something like, I, I, I think like Kerry Washington or something like that has something to do with uh, some of that, I think. I don't, know, I don't. I don't want to put that on the mic actually because I, I don't fully know that. But I feel like she had something in on the the writing. The writing on this particular season. I, I would be. I'm. I'm I want to know the writers' room for season four, yeah. um, because they they turned it up a a a whole another level for me to where we you and I talk about this all the time, Lex. Where the the stories and the spaces you can kind of show me what's going on in the action and shit. But I'm a, for whatever reason, my eyes and my ears kind of go to what's happening in the sub conversations that can be missed, because um, that's where all the detail is for me. And their body in that, my, uh, Molly's body language and the t- the inner t- turmoil she's facing in and around, like trying to figure out how to how to date and how to open up. And but she she in in. And because she kind of has her has her shit together, there's a little bit more flair to her life. It could be easily seen as like Molly got her shit together, where it's like, nah, the the struggle and the sort of mess of Issa is way more palatable and, re- and relatable to like how shit probably really is and what you have to navigate through and what you got to give. It's a it's a real dope dynamic. Uh, the genius topic though was one that I don't even know if people even talked about whatsoever. It was like when they were. Um, because they have the uh, the, the African American lawyer group, right? Mm-hmm. And when they were having that that uh, that they were doing that, I think they were doing like a case or working on a case, something like that. Yeah, working late, and then yeah, the, and then bro pokes his hold in the office, bro. And then they had that conversation <laughs> when he left, bro. Like that is a combo <laughs> for that ass because they were able to break down my man's whole life, man, just from him stepping in and out. Yeah, and it, but he eat he eat salads. 
He got to fuck with white chicks, basically. Bro, that said, said, my man been here for two weeks. He has six salads. (laughs) (laughs) He fuck with white chicks. I was like, yo. That's in, again, the authenticity of our stories. Like, right? Like, that those are conversations that are had amongst amongst men, women, and collectively together. Um, And that nuance can be lost. And so I, I really, really appreciate that. But it's I, it, I didn't even mean to get all the way there, but it was based off your question of like, yo, how how is it easier to forgive yourself or forgive someone else? Uh, you fucked me up with that because I don't, I genuinely yeah, don't know. A, that's a solid one. I genuinely don't know. Because um, do we ever... You said it, wait, wait, say it again? Is it easier to forgive yourself or someone else? Uh, I got it. And like that question just came up because... To me, it tends to be that a person is more likely to forgive somebody else before they forgive themselves. Like, they'll they'll mess up on something a lot of times. And I'm just talking as a whole, not yeah. just individual, but a lot of people, they, they'll mess up on something and they hold it to themselves for years and years to come. Hmm. Whereas somebody else could do something wrong and they kind of, it's easier for them to excuse it and forgive it and move on. But when it comes to a mistake within yourself, you know, a lot of people, they tend to hold on to it for some reason mm-hmm. or another. And so that's what made me ask that question to you guys and see how you guys feel about that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a good one, man. I think that it is, like, super – it's super easy to forgive somebody else because I don't think you have – there's not much of a responsibility factor there. Hmm. I think like I think when it like people just being liable for themselves is like a long tough road you know what I mean <laughs> like that shit is consistently gonna be in your face yeah that's why people get distracted you know what I mean or decide to distract themselves it's, so they said, deal with that. it's easy to bury your head when oh. when it's like I got work to do I got and you can kind of get wrapped up into like someone else as a project and what the fuck they got going on to avoid sitting with yourself um, and that's why I gotta go. It's way easier for me to forgive someone else than forgive my. I'll beat I'll beat myself up, and and that'll prolong and turn into something else way toxic that turns into sabotage of things that I know are great for me. Perfect example: want to see a dead body? Did uh, y'all see that in the notes? Mm-hmm. Fucking be be walk. You my nigga. I love you to death, but I got <laughs> I I need a fade when I see you, my nigga. Be walk and this. But this is why this is why you know you're blessed to have good people. Um, in your life Be walk hits me He's like yo Group workout on the zoom Here's the login 10am Bet Send it to me Nigga I ain't going to that I said that in my mind When he sent it to me The first time And didn't go, and didn't go. A couple days later Hey nudge bro It's at 10am Here's a Alright fam Maybe I'll go I ain't going to that he Sends it again Alright now I gotta go Friday morning guys I log into this class. And it's, so there's a whole bunch of things that happen, right? I log into this class, but when you log in early, the way the Zoom shit works, especially if it's about to be lit, if you get there early, nigga, you on that front page. Mm. Nigga, I, I'm on the front page because I logged in early. I didn't want, I, I, no matter what it is, I got this like, oh, I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. I don't want to be late. Yeah. I still get this like weird anxiety barrel being late. So, nigga, I'm first in the class. One of the first people in class. Not the first one, but I'm one of the first people for, in the class for sure. Niggas start fouling in. I'm like, wait, this, this niggas that still play, play uh, sports in this thing. Like, what kind of workout we about to do? <laughs> <laughs> and then shout out Jimmy. Shout out Jimmy, the instructor. 
amazing energy, amazing energy, amazing sort of approach to working out, right? Mm. Inspirational, saying good morning, getting everybody hype. I still got my camera off because I'm like, yo, maybe I cannot turn my camera on. Hey, yo, hey, if you in here, turn that camera on. I need to see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. But I, but I, every intention to work out, but I just don't, I, I don't want, I'm out of shape. I don't want to be seen. Like, I don't, like, man, here we go. Nigga, we start jumping jack, some light, you know, stretch, get everything ready. By the time the warm up was over, my nigga, I said, ooh, that was a good one. Yeah. That's the warm up, fellas. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh, yeah, I ain't gonna make it. <laughs> I ain't gonna make it. And so we, I, 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 I made it through, but not for real. Like I had to tailor every exercise, and it was just like, nah, this is nuts. But by the end, B texted me like, "Yo, good shit, pop." Was like, nigga, you. All I could say was, "You want to see a dead body?" <laughs> <laughs> thank, like, cause thank God that was one of the days Nana like had to actually go in. Cause had she walked in here and been like. She would have thought she would have called nine one one for sure. I look crazy. At one point, in the, I had my shoes on. I had my workout shit on. Lex, my shoes and socks was off by the end. It's like every everything was restricting me. Just like my toes. Are <laughs> my man said everything was restricting me. Though. Everything was restricting. Get out of here. You get out of here. I don't, can't hold me down. Can't hold me down. Oh man. Oh, it was that shit was a fucking. Nightmare, yo. But I don't even know why I started saying that. Was, yo, shedding clothes in the workout is hilarious. I have no idea why we got there, but I, it was it had something to do with what we was talking about. But is like that shit. But the front page thing, I didn't know was a thing, bro. Mm. So what? And 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 no one's thinking about you for that. So that's the one part. No one gives a fuck. Like everybody got their own shit to go through in that shit in that particular workout. But I'm like, damn, I'm here now. It's like, whoo. This shit so it killed, huh? So good though. No, it, and, and so we had a, we had another conversation after that, in terms of what the uh, the psychological aspect around it is, right? So psychologically, you get around all the homies, and some niggas still in shape, whatever. But if we if you like if we on the play if we were on the playground if we were at recess if we were at the gym if we was hooping, and you get buckets that first day. But this is the hangout. This is where we congregate. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm all right. Now I have to go do things in between to make sure the next time we get back to the court, I'm not getting my ass busted. Like that's what that's why competition and that shit is so healthy because it's just it just holds you to a certain standard because you want to be able to perform. Uh, when we went to Cabo, here we are on vacation. This nigga L is up at seven. Cause we talked the night before, like, yo, let's go get a workout. I'm like, all right, pet it. We're on vacation. Niggas ain't gonna wake up to a decent hour. They up on their way to the gym. And I'm like, well, fuck it. We going to the gym. Nigga, they've been working out. You can't just get in there and do what <laughs> else should be in the league, tied in the league. These niggas is doing crazy workouts in there. And I'm like, oh yeah, nigga, I got that. No, sir. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Fall back. And um, but the it's it, it's what the brain does mm-hmm. competitively, and that's not a that's not a bad thing. It's actually the greatest one of the greatest fe- features, if you if you um, if you acknowledge it, right? And that's one that's again that's one of those things that I have identified for myself to be a driving a driving variable of success is health consciousness, um, 
uh, phys- physical exertion and con- and and honoring the the animalistic feature of competitiveness. Um, neglecting that and acting as if it ain't a thing is is so it's so detrimental to me personally, right? Like I'm releasing different endorse endorphins. Create my creativity is higher when I'm acting. I know I've identified these things, right? And still can manage to suppress. Uh, neglect all of that to be completely consumed with someone else and what they did or didn't do for me and work on forgiving them and be distracted. So that's why I, like, I can fully, like when you talk about how he's like, I can forgive so easy, so easy. But, but then the other part is, are you really, if any small thing triggers what you claim to have forgiven him for did you really forgive somebody so i'm caught in this sort of weird purgatory where i can forgive really easy but did i for real if sub if subconsciously still kind of holding people to the fire for what they did or didn't do or doubling back and the same thing happens because you didn't address it fully Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm just that's why i got to the whole dead body shit because it was like knowing what you need like literally knowing exactly what you need, neglecting it, going to do other things. It, it's revealing something different in me that I'm currently trying to work through, which is crazy. We're having this conversation. Um, Cause if the thoughts sound scattered, it's because it's all, it, this shit is all in real time, you know? Uh, but there is a, there is this thing about probably should work on forgiving yourself a little faster so that you don't continue to, sort of sabotage or do everything that isn't conducive to the lifestyle that you are your 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 what the goals you have set, right? Definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the I mean that's the um that's like the project I've been on for myself like over the last couple of years. Hmm. Has been like a not only like a self discovery journey, it's it's like a forgiveness of yourself and you go through you literally go through a process like it, like how they were doing like an AA meeting or they uh, yeah, pretty much like an AA meeting where you go through like a, like the steps or whatever. And like the first one is acknowledging and uh, like being aware of it. Um, you have the exact same type of step process when you go through like grieving. Hmm. And I think that you, you go through like the period of, um, of overwhelming sadness, and then you go through a period of anger, you go through a period of remorse, uh, you go through a period of forgiveness, and then you get into a period of forgiveness itself. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like all these are like constantly moving because it's not like when you when you get over one part of this, you move on to it's the next done, one, yeah. and you move on to the next one. No, as you're going, as you're ready to get to the next step, you still are working on what you learned from the last step. It helps you be able to see the next one. You know what I mean? So it's just a constant process. So when you finally get to like the forgiveness itself, that's the longest one. You know what I mean? Because all those other ones was like shit, difficult as hell. But it's yeah. nothing like it for the for yourself because you got to think about shit that got you into that. Uh, into that situation in the first place. Wow! Like how do you, how do I even reach this? How do you reach this position of feeling this way? And then you start going down a rabbit hole because it goes back to, you know, it could be childhood suppression. You know what I mean? Like it's so much shit that we that we deal with, especially from the uh, from the upbringing. I mean, just the places that we come from. Hmm. So there's a lot of shit that we just don't forgive on on ourselves first. You know what I mean? So once we get to that road. 
that it's it's enlightening, man. Like I feel like it really is enlightening. Like you start to you start to carry yourself differently. Um, right. I, I, that's why I really really appreciate. And I've always appreciated, would never turn my back on uh, Kanye West, because that, because Bruh is a walking, a walking example every single day of caring for self, hmm. like saying, like being wholehearted in self, though, like to to a point that it makes other people uncomfortable. Facts. Like you gotta really, really like you gotta you gotta really, really love yourself. In order to uh, do some of the things that you have to do out here, and we don't we don't give ourselves enough of that credit, man. Like, and your credit don't have to be on somebody else's scale either. Like, I think that's a problem too, is that folks be out here trying to do so many things in other on other people's textbooks. Yeah. Like, my name. Like, I don't need to read somebody else's somebody else's life and mimic exactly what they did. You know what I mean? Like, you need to do. Shit for shit for yourself, <laughs> and then you can add in things from other people's lifestyles that that are interesting or close to your walk of life. Like that's really what it's all about. But if you reading something and you don't know self, then <laughs> bro, you fuck you, you fucking off even more time, bro. Because now you're gonna be going, you're gonna be butting your head up against a wall that you don't know nothing about. You know nothing about. You have zero clue. Like, it's not your story. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, that left, that, that suffix, that discovery shit is, man. So, yeah, forgiveness of self, man. Right, Do that shit first yeah. and foremost. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, man. Good morning. The, uh, I saw, obviously, on, on the timeline somewhere, it's like misogyny May. And I was like, wait, that's the theme for May. <laughs> <laughs> No shave November, all these other things. Misogyny May is what was what we doing in May. And I'm like, this is, this is crazy. When it's, it has a ring to when it. When it's Mother's Day and it's like, it's, miso- <laughs> it's misogyny day every day. Like niggas are just sick, man. Hmm. Um, and it's, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. How do you band together for that? <laughs> just, just be one with the world. Yeah, like, but how do you how do you check your uh, your progress? It made me it made me laugh though because like literally a minute after I saw that uh, our cousin Shay from DC hit a, hit hit me and was like y'all nigga y'all are my niggas for real favorite top five episodes last week talking about the episode last week the ending conversation was everything it just missed a slight point but nonetheless amazing. And I was like, wait, I, I just didn't remember what the last topic was. So I asked her to, I asked her to, I was like, yeah, what was the last topic? So this is what she sent. And she said I could play this, by the way. Okay, so there is nothing harder in this world than being a strong-ass black woman who is not afraid to speak her mind. But it's like you exist in this place of constantly having to carry the burden of the world, your family, whatever the case may be, and really kind of doing the job that the man is supposed to be there in place to do, holding them accountable when they're not doing it, but also continuously walking this thin line of making sure we're that while you're holding them accountable, you're not also breaking them down because the world is going to do that enough. When they go out of the house or y'all's bubble, the world, society, whatever, is going to break them down enough solely for being a black man. 
And I can't be the person to also do that. So I have to hold you accountable while also still holding you up to be strong enough to go battle the world. It's the worst kind of juggling act ever. To actually, like, be a black woman who's thriving and succeeding in whatever she's doing is hella work because, like, you know, you're constantly battling people, trying to make them understand that, like, your ideas and opinions or whatever matter, and you really got to let your balls hang in these scenarios. (laughs) So then I have to come home or around my man and kind of dim that a little bit because I can't outman him. I can't outstrong him. And so, you know, in most situations, I've come to the right conclusion three weeks ago. Mm. Now I'm just spending these three weeks trying to figure out how to make you get to that conclusion <laughs> while making you feel like it was your idea, not mine. <laughs> I love, that's my nigga for real. Man, like, that was spot on. Spot man. on. Oh, and um, misogyny may. That conversation from last week, that message from Shay, it's Mother's Day. I was just like, yo, where, where, and then, and then, um, Fe, uh, Kariga, Felicia hosted, uh, Kevin Island and I Friday night. And whenever I get around them, it's just, it's just love. And, um, Reg made a, Reg made a, bro, a beautiful point of like how hard it is to love black people. Mm-hmm. And that could be, it sound it sounds it has a, it has a ring to it, but it's like there's so much work involved. There's so much work involved. It's not just it's not just this like yo. Uh, we and we t- and we were discussing it the other night of like not confusing the boundaries. It's like there's love, there's respect, there's in, there's business, and these these things don't we can't really contaminate these things because there's so many people I love I don't respect. That's hard. It's really hard to admit out loud, really? but it's the tr- but it's the truth. Um, you should say that one more time. There's so many people that I love that I don't respect. Completely. It's not. It, it hurts to say, you know. But I I I I hope I'm not alone in in that. It's just an observation I made, and I was like, God damn. And we just talking about the effort, and then but hearing it from a black woman's perspective that it that you know that that it is trying to find love and and has aspirations of raising a family and doing all these all these great things the things that you have to consider and you have to account for it just it sounds it sounds taxing and i don't want to just say say that and leave that there it's just like oh it's so no 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 it's not hard to love because it's black it's just like there's a lot of things that we're carrying that we got that we have to be mindful of. like the like how she broke that down it's like the i can't outman you and I can't tear you down. I, I, but I, but I gotta hold you accountable. What the fuck? Like any anybody that's attempted to do that can attest to how hard that is. I can't outman you. I gotta hold you accountable, but I can't tear you down. Where does that leave us? Where does that leave our conversation or lack thereof? Our filtering, what's being suppressed, what's not being had? Do I? Does she feel seen? Do I feel? Does do I as a man feel feel torn down? Can I then give my all? And then it 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 kind of it kind of just all loops back to this accountability and this this identity of self and like forgiving and 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 pushing ourselves and not entering that expecting all of those things from from a person, 
but at the at the very least being aware that those variables and that those that work exist Mm -hmm. like somebody's processing that if they especially if they love you they're processing that in real time and like trying to have that trying to have that experience with us but all that all that we're computing all of that at once and it, it sometimes you just get it wrong you just get it wrong and you don't give somebody what that you don't you don't uh you don't hold them accountable instead of holding them accountable you uh you you coddle when you should have been pushing or you push when you should have been a little bit more supportive and it's it, it ain't it ain't intentional it's just like damn i don't I know that I'm supposed to give this person something right now, but what am I supposed? What what is it exactly? Should I push right now? Ah, nah, I should support. No, nah, they getting torn down at work. What do you? Ooh, you know, and you can you can easily make the wrong call, especially when you when that person doesn't know themselves or what they're experiencing. And I think back to insecure. I think that's the dynamic of. Issa said it this week or on episode four. She's like, yo, I feel like this bitch is reaping all the benefits of me holding this nigga down when he was struggling. It's like, that's a real thing that no one ever says in in in, in rom-coms. Talk, no one ever says about it. about in Atlanta, too. And they was at that party <laughs> uh, at Drake's house. Yeah. And they was looking at the uh, the actor with the uh, with the white girl. Yep. And the white girl was like, yeah, I've been with him from the, from the, rip. From the rip. And she was like... I ain't got time for all that. I don't got nobody. Ask, nobody <laughs> ask you all that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time. For, ain't, got, ain't nobody got time for that because I do a story before that, and I ain't got no time for when he was when he was shit. Like I can't get past it's, all that point. Like it's got to get right to the you know. It's what I mean? a, like we got to be moving in the right. Man, direction. that that scene in Atlanta is one of the most more brilliant scenes of dialogue because of how honest it was. You know, you can't you can't escape those uncomfortable scenarios and that and how hard it is to love black people is it is a thing. And I, and that's gonna and that's gonna be, I know that's gonna be taken the wrong way and it's not it's 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 hard it's hard to, it's hard enough to love anyone but us in particular because there's so much trauma attached to it dog yeah that's, like that's that's the ongoing thing and I I I, I want us I want us so desperately to get to the next phase of what's the next phase G um just undeniable love for ourselves man. Hmm. Like it's it's it, so much stuff starts there, like it really does. Like we have to, we have to big up and appreciate small things, no matter how small they are, um, and find something good in yourself to build off of. I don't care how small that is, and that's a stepping stone. Like uh, like when uh when Will when Will was talking about those times of being with his dad and building the house or whatever hmm. and like putting a brick down, like laying, like laying the bricks for the house or whatever. And like just putting down a brick at a time, you know what I mean? That was like a metaphor for life. You know what I mean? Like it was work, but at the same time it's a metaphor for life. And you got to start with that first brick. Like it's, it's a must, like just fucking start there. If you, if you have nothing whatsoever, it's cool. You have a blank canvas, but I mean like you gotta like start from there, bro. Just start, putting broad strokes on that thing and just see what happens from it. But I think it really does start there <laughs> in order for us to get to um, the point of how we treat each other. Like, yeah. cause, cause I don't think it's really like a not being able to love black people type thing. I think it's like a, not, not, not talking off of that part, but I just mean like it, I think it's, I think the, the, the underlining is just 
us loving ourselves and then other, and then others will treat us the way that we treat ourselves. It, that's it. That's it. And that's what I that's what I say. So what how we how we love one another, how I love how yeah. I love myself. Yeah. Loving me is hard. Yeah. Cuz all all the shit that I'm computing to make one small ass decision. Yeah. It's not as simple as hey, put your mask on and go to the store. Yeah. Nigga. The judge said it's like, yo, I was arresting people for way less than this in the bank, yo. That's sick with it. I can't just, dog. I I, people cross the street when I when I when my hood is off. My my my, used to bug the shit out of me when grandma was like, man, take your hood off. Fam, they, I've I've been profiled for way less than having my fucking hood on. And then and then Trayvon dies and then and now her her fear is through the roof and now whenever she sees me with a hood my grandma she not she's not telling me to take my hood off because she she wants to be a stickler she's afraid for my life shit that's well, hard knowing who the friends are meeting the friends not congregating not like having like a group out man. Because a group in the open can be mistaken as a gang. Kip. Just random, just so many different things. This, like it's, it, it's, it's a whole bunch of uh, minds in a minefield that we have to navigate. Call me Call me when you get there. If I don't call, my mom is on. Why you ain't call me? Yeah. She not. It's not because she's trying to be on my ass and like check. No, she's afraid for my life. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do people, you don't get how hard that is? The, 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 uh, the attack on your spirit. That's hard. That's hard. Yeah, I'll be thinking. I'll be thinking back though, because I'm like, I swear, I, I can tell you this is the God. This is the truth, man. I want to say the God on this, but this is the truth, man. It's just like when I was young, there's no fucking way I could see 21. Like I didn't believe 21 was possible. Hmm. I had zero clue that that was going to be a thing. I don't care how how uh, how nice it or how nice the trajectory of whatever the hell I was doing may seem. Hey, there's no fucking way I believe 21 was possible. Hmm. So when I hit 21, it was almost as if I started life over again. Yep. Like I had to complete figure, reset. Complete reset. Like to figure this out because nigga, I didn't plan this far ahead. <laughs> like I didn't plan past 21. My nigga, I don't know what the fuck that. Was. I, I didn't know what that. I didn't. I, didn't, I never envisioned that. You know what I mean? No. So the so the idea after that. This is, is whole it, new territory. Whole, whole new territory. But uh, with that being said, that's that's com- that's almost like blank canvassing where, yeah, like now let's deal with the trauma yeah. of what happened before yeah. so that this isn't how you age. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you age more graceful than that. Yeah. You're able to pass on a, a more enlightened state. Uh, you're able to appreciate more. Like I got into like Eastern Eastern religions and without realizing that Eastern religion is so like, so powerful and um, and patient because it's been around for it's forever how long? For, forever. This Western this Western religion is, is, so, is so new compared to Eastern <laughs> religion, bro. Like that shit's been around forever, bro. So like, yes, there's patience in it because it has that much age to it. Yep. I didn't realize that at the time, but that's what I was. That's what I was drawn to. Jesus, you know what I mean. But that was from blank canvassing. And and that's what and that's what love is. Love of self is is this is this like continuous space to 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 work evolve and to and to and to forgive and be like yo i didn't do this today but but today i i not only i i I can but i will i am and remind like reaffirming and having those affirmations and that's and that's all that love for another person is is just that is is that is that space and that in respect 
it has to, it, it we it has to start being respect and seeing ourselves in it like we were on Kevin Allen's live he was talking with a young lady and they were having a really good dialogue but it was a lot of a lot of i and and um and we were just talking about the like yo I'm just as if if somebody's if somebody black is being if anybody for that matter but if, but specifically if somebody black and specifically a woman is being beat the fuck up by an officer or anyone and I and all I can think to do is take my phone out nigga I'm guilty yeah. I'm way more guilty than that person that committed the murder like that's on me all everybody like yo I. We all, we all, we all going down. If I, I'm not gonna be the nigga sit, to sit there and film it. Promise you that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard. That's a hard thing to to buy into, and so few people do it. But I'll be, I'll be dead. And I don't have to know the person, but I'm not about to stand by and watch nobody be killed. It's not happening. Hmm. And as far as building on what L said, for me it was 25. Hmm. My brother got died at 25. Hmm. One of my closest cousins was killed at 25. Like, all a lot of the main important men in my life were dead at 25. Yeah. So, for me, it was point. like, 21? Ah, <laughs> oh, that ain't shit. If I can make it to 25, yeah. then I did something. And so, the year that I turned 25, I had to make the conscious decision of leaving home and moving and kind of starting over. Yeah, yeah. Because by 25, I was like, all the way in the wrong space. And my mom kept telling me, you moving fast. I don't want to bury another son. And if you go to jail, I can't visit you. Yeah. She was like, I'm not going to do that. So I'm telling you hard. Those, the way you're looking in life, those are your two options. Mm -hmm. And my, my other older brother, Percy, he like sat me down. He was like, look, I made it to 26 Mm -hmm. and your birthday's right around the corner. Mm. Sid didn't make it to 25. Yeah, Sid died at 25. Yeah. E-Man died at 24. He was like, in the way you're moving, it's not looking right. Yeah. And he was like, so you need to think about what you're about to do. Because he said, if something tw- happens to your you. Your 26-year-old brother had to explain that to you. Your brother's 26, and he had to process and explain that to you. Just by getting over to, like, getting past the mark. <laughs> like, they, like the mark was there when they like that was like the it's like if you see a finish line, <laughs> like that, like it's that's like you got you got there's more track, bro. Like there's more there's more meats, but yeah. So that's hard, man. I there's no other way. There's no other way to explain and to put into context what a hard how how much that weighs on on us and how much that factors into our decision making or or. Or lack, or lack thereof. I think that that's really like our subconscious uh, feeling towards our black women too, which yeah. I, which I hate to I hate to put it that way, but it's misogyny, May. Get your shit off, King. It's misogyny, May. But <laughs> this this ain't even like a misogyny topic. I'm fucking I'm but, fucking with you. Yeah, no, it's so this, but um, it's like that might be part of like the psyche that isn't understood, um, nor should it be understood. I think it's just just kind of embedded, but with how all three of us have just had that type of story. Um, when the whole stigma of like black men, uh, when they get their stuff together or when they get their money and blah, 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 then they start the, they're, they're, they're already dating or doing things outside of uh, their culture and stuff like that. 
and I don't I can't confirm this theory, but I believe a good amount of that has to do with the idea of when you reach a class, you're not trying to uh, you're trying to undo a lot of the internal trauma and issues that you that you have had to that point. And it's kind of hard when your household is is a reminder of a lot of those Ooh. deals. You know what I mean? Like when you look across, you podding today? We podding today, bro. Gee, it's, it's Mother's Day. You out here? Gee, it's Mother's Day. When you look across, can you? you I'm got, sorry. Can you just reiterate that just for the sake of clarity? That was that was, yo. Can you just read? Just walk it back. Yeah. So like the so the the stigma behind. Uh, black men uh, getting like getting to the point of like, getting to a class where they where they have their money when they have their shit together stuff like that, and then them choosing outside of their race hmm. um, may be attributed to um, like how we all just had that story yeah. of where our cutoff point was and how we had to redo everything from there yeah. or just see things differently from there, having um, not realizing that. When um, part of the part of the reason why you probably do not choose from your own race is that when you look across, it's a it's a reminder, it's a reminder. of of um, a lot of that stuff that you're trying to get past, Fuck. and unfortunately, like it's, it's such a messed up it's just a it's just a messed up psyche psychological warfare that you have with yourself, but it it could be a part of the issue. You know hmm. what I mean? So. When you look across and you see somebody from a different race, you're not. It's not a mirror. You know what I mean. It's not a. It's not a mirror into all the shit that you're trying to get over. So it's almost like you you get the you get the blank stare um, at you know at a different world all the time, or you get to learn something a different world. You're not learning it at the exact same rate or at the exact same time as. Uh, your 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 counterpart that is the you know coming from the same background, you know what I mean? Because it's like it, when you're trying to when you're elevating, unfortunately you're not. You, you this is a subconscious thing, so I'm not saying that you people go into this making this decision, but when you're elevating, it's very hard to elevate when you are from the exact same background. Now it's very easy to continue to elevate when both parties come from come from a situation where there is structure mm -hmm. um, the it's been built um, it's been passed down yeah. that's the reason why you have white, white people white people Indian people Indian people Asian people Asian people you know what I mean we, we switch it up now we have we have a lot more you know uh, uh, race different races with different races now a lot of blended families now mm -hmm. but why the parents that migrate or whatever they had, they'd be like, "Nah, you got to deal with such and such." Yeah. Why there's a uh, why there's a Patel, um, like a Patel, like um, what is it, like a, um, like Match. dot com, mm -hmm. where like you on you go and meet a whole bunch of Patels, just just a whole family of Patels, like yeah. they just go hang out with each other and they mm -hmm. go marry. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason why that is as a, as a thing because uh, they're already being something in place. Yeah. Now with us having you know not not really understanding all of our different stories, all this different trauma. We're all coming from these weird spaces and then we're coming together <laughs> and we're approaching this, this nigga, approaching yeah. this with fire and, and rage. And like, that's a passionate thing, but is this, a, is it a stable environment? Hmm. 
You know what I mean? And like that's something that does beat you down. And I know we got to get stronger about all this stuff, but I'm just trying to dial, dial into the psyche here. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm not trying to pick a side or anything saying it's right or wrong. I'm just trying to dial into the psyche. That's, of theory. that's it. And I, and you, what a, what an eloquent fucking way to do it. G. Cause you, it, it, again, this ain't, this ain't attacking no one and, and trying to, de- and trying all. to decide what, what the answer is. It's just an observation. And again, trying to trying to delve delve further into the psyche and why those decisions are made. And at no point had I considered um, had I considered uh, that being like trying to avoid the the again the, the the trauma and not wanting to be a part of the normalizing it. Right. So it's like passing it along. Yeah, it I want to have no part in that and like passing down that tradition. Because sometimes you would like want to. You would want to go out into the world and deal with your children being blended and them having to go through that biracial social problem yeah. over them having to go through the exact same scenario that you had to go through. Yeah. Whether it's in a better place, because you got to think about if you're if you're elevating yourself and you're. Your children are probably going to a different type of environment, so mm-hmm. they're probably going to a school where nobody in the school. They looks got a like whole them. new set of problems. Nothing, in, nothing in school looks like them. <laughs> but they over here got the got the problems that I'm passing down to them. That you know, my others passing down to compounded them. with that. Compounded with that, that my parents are passing down to them. Yeah. That you know, then they go to school and they're dealing with a whole nother type of issue that they got. They nobody in the school looks like them. Yeah. And then like it's just it's just constant turmoil you know what i mean but like you know it's just some shit that we gotta that turmoil g is so the the conversation in and around uh um just death and and why and and why why black deaths are shared and interacted with the way that they are no one else gets shown being murdered collectively by a news by by news by media and by us collectively why are we watching black people be murdered on our timelines and why are members of our community the ones to share with us hey i just want to show you what they doing to us out here fam we don't need to keep seeing that we don't need to keep that on that trauma on loop because it it hasn't it plays in a it plays an effect it has a part that's it, it's called it's called fucking marketing for a reason mm-hmm. and they're and we're marketing to continue to have trauma be a part of our of the only black tradition we, the, on, the <laughs> only thing we have as black americans as a tradition collectively that we can agree upon is fucking trauma Slavery is the the portion of slavery in history class is a long sort of drawn out discussion about what happened to black people in America. Fam, why do we keep show? Why are they? Why are they, Oh, just want to remind you what the world went. Who, remind who? Who needs a who needs a refresher of that? <laughs> really? Is that what's be, is that what's taking place, or is there something else happening to where it's like it's being embedded in in into us? And 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 that was the dialogue that was being attempted to have this week. Know your place, Jesus. Don't you ever get outside of yourself because this is what could happen to you, whether you believe it or not. Yeah, I just seen the post like where people like they. I haven't seen the video, but the post of like them doing the I, you know, I, um, I jog, uh, but not a distance. Um, 
didn't know if I could jog that distance. Um, I um, don't don't know if I have the wind that I used to have. Don't know if I have the weight that I used to have. And like this kind of like like one of those type of long type of posts or whatever. Only to say that um, it's it now realize that it's out of out of the fear for what could happen. And I'm like, no, that ain't the. That, that don't go together, bro. That ain't got nothing to do with the fear of like what the world has the has to offer for you, bro. Like, yeah, these are these are unfortunate circumstances, like unfortunate situations. Lynching is a thing. It's um, it's it's few and far between. Not as often as it used to be, but it's not like it's gone away. There is yeah. people that still hate us. <laughs> there is people that um, still want to see wrong for us, to see bad for us, and don't want us to elevate and do better you know what i mean don't think that we are um equivalent to them uh think that we're selling um selling the land that we're procreating at a high rate uh that before long will be the majority uh those are scary times for a lot of folks um so they'll do anything uh to at least instill in us our place uh and I understand the emotional connection to all of this. Um, I am happy that justice, at least to that point, um, have been served. Don't know what's going to actually happen, but at least that that part happened. Uh, But other than that, I get to the point myself, and it's fucked up, but... um, that a lot of this stuff is what it is. And I, if I can tell you right now, bro, if something happened to me, Hey, I, y'all, y'all honor me by (laughs) going ahead and elevating yourselves. Yeah. Like, please do that. Um, the one person that ain't got a trip off of that no more is myself. Don't make, I don't want to be no hashtag. Um, none of that, fam. Like, like that's the that man passing my school pictures around and knocking. I appreciate y'all, man. Nah, nah. Hey, <laughs> special guest appearance. She looking like somebody, uh, auntie. <laughs> I was just saying, nah, nah. When I walked in the building, I was like, oh, this got nah, nah written all over it. I, I saw, I saw the three boxes and the large, small, the middle, the small. I saw that on the table, and I looked. I was like, "Huh?" Yeah, I was talking about downstairs in the lobby, though. Oh, I was like, "That for this whole decoration situation got no." This you got one. your keys. Keys in here, boo. In the uh, in my uh, in my in my fanny right here. In my the in my fanny in my, in my fanny. fanny pack right here on the couch, girl. Um, that I think that's the that's been the the, the most heartbreaking part of it all. Um. Because the, the optics, the optics in and around Ahmad's case, um, and we, because we haven't talked, we haven't talked about it. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how. Um, I really don't. I, it's 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 heartbreaking. So I don't really know how. Um, but the the video, the video's old. The case is old. The mother has been grieving, and then all of a sudden is forced to relive this and have to do press and discuss it, and it's everywhere. So even if you don't want to really be on your phone, just a simple act of going to pick up your phone, the chances of it landing is like, all right. And 
and then even like like justice ju- oh we got justice they're being arrested the optics of that is crazy <laughs> the optics that oh we made this happen did we really <laughs> did we did we I, I i don't know man i hate i hate to sound like such a uh um a critic or or sound or to i hate to sound so skeptic skeptical but what else what else do we have when you look at it when you look at it with a critical eye of what really is taking place um there's elections at hand there's a bunch of people that that gain to to be active right now and into 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 to sort of uh to pander to the to the to the black vote and um shout out to puff and like him him wanting to him him wanting to be more aware about where he stands and talking about the black vote and it won't be it 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 it, it won't be cheap and he's starting a little late though a little uh, extremely late <laughs> extremely late a little tone deaf and 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 without and without a plan yeah. and that's not, and that's not an indictment of, I love puff he's no, and he's going through a, he's going through a really he hard really week really uh losing andre uh this andre Harrell passed um and for people who don't know who andre Harrell is please get familiar cuz uh, there's a there's a really good chance like the hip hop in the way we know it probably doesn't exist without that that man single-handedly um but nonetheless here we are and and trying and trying to and trying to fight for and combat something um that is that over and over again time and time again is 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 being normalized on 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 our on our behalf and we don't we don't have any say so in in the fight we're just com- we're compliant and without 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 form without acknowledging that we're an agency together as as black people without acknowledging that fuck man we don't stand a chance um talking about um receiving therapy through the church mm-hmm. why hasn't that always been a thing They've been so separate and one's demonized the other and vice versa. A lot of people that subscribe to to, to, to mental health and therapy completely throw out the church. Go ahead, G. Uh, I hate to say it, but I feel like it's counteractive to the church. 100%. 100%. And it's... And, I don't see how they could work in in, in union. But it's if, if, if everybody removes their, their potential to earn for self... And keep the keep the the overall agency of blackness in mind. They're the they're the they're the two departments or the two parties that should be in bed together for the advancement of people of of color is church and mental health should one hundred percent be in tandem. Mm-hmm. And so now, the churches that are that that have the advancement of black people at the forefront of their agenda guess what they have in place fucking therapy therapy therapists doctors people who have gone to study and people who have gone because because usually what you what you equate with furthering your education is this denouncement of religion Mm -hmm. what about those who continue their studies without having to denounce what is naturally embedded a, a part of our experience here can't really have no advancement and no unity if I'm completely denouncing 
what is a soul part of my grandparents' identity. Sort of kind of a part of my parents' identity. Mm-hmm. Can't denounce that. That's crazy. Because it's a, it's a part, it's a part, it's the one part of my tradition that while that while it's conflicted, while it ha, while it's rooted in something, there's something there where you can't be based based on the sheer principle of what black people have been through mm-hmm. and how we continue to overcome and overachieve with the with 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 little to no resources. You can't tell me we ain't God's people. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. So if we just start in there, I can't denounce it. Mm-hmm. I refuse to. On those optics alone, that's just me. And now with the and now if we can accept the idea that we're an agency and treat it as such, because white people are an agency, they they're not they're not making no mistakes about that. They have they have a plan, that, and and if there's casualties, there's casualties. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. Like what? The fuck? <laughs> Yo. And here and here we are, and you said it combatively, combatively confused. Mm. Gee, that when you text me that shit, fam, I said, what what? Mm. Combatively confused? Isn't that it? But is that the truth though? That's a whole deeper, darker. Bro. Yo. Because folks will be out here fighting without knowing what the hell they fighting about. And like, and they, and adamantly. Like, I don't even know my stance yet, but I know that I just don't agree. But I'm turned up. I'm turned. Ready to go. Ready for action. Combatively confused, man. Bro. You fucked me up when you said that. I was sick with it. All right, so context. We was talking about Kanye in that one. Uh, it was, it was um, Kanye. What was he doing? He's like he's doing like a uh, like an open forum or whatever yeah. regarding um, the Yeezy brand and talking about him being a billionaire and blah, blah, blah. But uh, he, he broke down with the clearest of timeline, bro. And just like what happened from, uh, from him. That was the, at the fast company, uh, innovation festival. Right. So him trying to break into the fashion industry. But when we were, we were seeing him like melt down in the public eye, um, especially like that, you know, people didn't care for it at all. But that, um, that interview that he did with, uh, Sway? Nah, the Apple one. Oh yeah, it was Zane. Zane, that yeah. interview he did with Zane, where he was he was scatterbrained on like the the topic, but he kept dropping so many gems because he was so like you got to think about the emotional state that he was in, and when you're that emotional towards something and all that like when he broke it down at this later event, what he was talking about in that interview, bro, if you if you had that many things happen to you in that time period. Uh, of that magnitude, G. Of that magnitude. Of that magnitude. Like, when you see things so clearly and see your stance in it and see the things that you can possibly do and know your, uh, know the meter that you bring to the table. Yeah. And folks are like, nah, we don't, we, we just don't want to because we don't know what, we don't, we can't control it. D- G. What was and what? you black like you ain't about to cover this motherfucker <laughs> just saying whatever you want to nigga, bro. like you ain't about to just be popping up whenever you want to and do what the fuck you want to like but do you understand that everybody in the fashion industry does it that way yeah but I can't move but like I that? can't I can't because because of why ah uh, because you know we we know why because and and so to act like that's not a thing to dismiss it. And then so, to start picking off your uh, your tentacles, bro. Like yeah. the folks that's closest to you, start picking them off one it's, by one with like top notch shit. But it, it go because it goes okay. 
he sees it. He's about to accomplish it. Let's break it, bro. And they attempted to that art of war situation. It's serious at the top, crazy. And like it was was genius as fuck. But just hearing Kanye say it though, (laughs) and break down the timeline, and like it was only probably two minutes of him saying it, but this covered the span of like two, three years. Yeah, and he and that's what he said. And that's what he said. It's like yo. And he and he he breaks down the timeline, and it, and it's funny because when it was happening in real time, we were attempting to defend it, but having to speculate on so much of the yeah, information. Yeah, so much of the information. Yeah. Um, but there was it was enough there to gather to to gather and garner what was taking in place, and my frustration was in and around the people who couldn't really hear what was. Hey, really? Stop! You bugging? <laughs> we trying to record here, man. Hey. No, uh, <laughs> talk, talk to my nigga like he fully understand. He does though. That's what's funny about Mikey. He's always smart. Um, the the frustration in and around, even though it was scattered and not and and not like not clear. It's like y'all can't hear what's being said. Yeah. It's another thing why I start to question myself because like yo. I can hear what he's saying. It don't sound cra- it don't sound cra- it didn't sound it didn't sound crazy at all. At like all. I wasn't offended by a single word. So then I'm like, "Oh fuck, what does that say about me?" Damn it. All right. Like at, there was there was not a single thing that bruh said that that offended me. Shit was spot the fuck on. I'm I'm gee, I'm talking every step but I'm talking every step of the way when he was talking there wasn't anything that confused me. And I'm like, what is that revealing about me internally? Is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. But it was causing a sort of disconnect and 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 forcing me to to examine our plight different. Cuz it's like, yo, if 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 we can be combatively confused, we got a whole different set of issues where we don't even know what we mad at, but we know we supposed to be enraged right now. So let's I'm on go mode, but I'll, and I'll find out what I'm mad at when we get there. But you also hold up, but you also will never get to the point of understanding, though, because you're not trying. You're not trying to. You're not making so any that, attempt that, to that's, understand. That's where the combative confusion, bro, is just it is over, it not even overwhelming. It gets to the point of being hilarious. When it goes on for this long, yeah, because they're still compatibly confused, and it's now three years later. How many? How many uh, arguments you've been in? It was like, what was we even mad at, bro? <laughs> I don't even know why I was mad no I more. Nigga, damn near every argument. And 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 you just said it. It's like it's three years later. Three years later, and people st- people re- still don't even know what they were mad at, and if they had to say it aloud, they st- all the thing they got is that they want the old Kanye. My nigga. You- can, can can you do a PowerPoint now on what the old Kanye is? No, exactly. And and if you and if you did it, and if and if you did it, everything that you thought you knew about fam is in is in college dropout. It's in late registration. It's in graduation. So if though if that's the old yeah you talking about, you I you couldn't have been listening if this if this surprises you. Bro, it's dense, bro. Like it's he left everything on that table. You couldn't you couldn't be surprised if if you didn't know, if you didn't see this coming. I don't know, man. That's just it's just it's just it's just my thinking. And 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 there's still there's still a there's still a significant chance that everybody be like, Y'all got this so wrong. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. I don't even care. Yeah. But I think I think that <laughs> I, don't, I don't even care. I don't even care. But the uh I just think that whenever somebody 
complains about something, I feel that the new rule is that you should automatically have to present an essay. Every time. Like, nigga, if you complain, bro, I need you to give me an essay, nigga, on why. Hmm. You can't just complain, bro. Like, complaining is out the window, my nigga. Like, I need you to break down exactly your stance and the reason why and then make that shit clear and digestible for me to understand what the hell you talk about. If not, shut the fuck up. Map map it out. Let's 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 trace let's trace your emotions. Like what is this all what is this all leading to? And it's I don't even know. I don't know how we got here. I'm glad we oh combatively confused shit. What do you what do you what do you what are you mad at? Or is it so easy to like push your buttons and get you enraged to where you completely throw out logic? Pretty much. Ah man, man. Um we've been we've been talking, talking. Um <laughs> I got I got a little time. How y'all how y'all doing on time? I know y'all y'all kind of on my schedule, but y- y'all good for a little yeah, I'm bit. I'm good. I ain't got yeah. nothing to afternoon. Okay. Um, not to hey, not to completely jump, but we we're having a conversation. The, the whole how hard it is to love, love and be like loving black. It's for a lot of reasons. How many how many black teachers do y'all have? Did y'all have coming up? How many? Mm, I had more in middle school. I mean, not middle school. Um, in elementary. You from Oakland, bro? I know. I was in the heart too. Yeah. So, uh, shout out Emores Cox, man. We had we had them before they got like before they became a charter. Like before they put, put uh, portables on the yard. Like we used to be able to run around and they used to do like PE type course and kickball and shit. They ain't got that no more. They just got portables on the yard, <laughs> which is cold blooded, bro. I don't know what the, I don't know what them kids doing creatively. Cause they ain't even got the basketball course no more, so man. I don't know what y'all plan is over there. But um, Emores Cox, I have maybe I want to say I had my shit. I had my set shit second, third, and then my fourth and fifth grade teacher was the same person. And she was cold. She was out there doing. Um, I don't know if y'all know. They just put a documentary out for it, but the um, uh, 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 oratorical fest oh, that they do over there at. The, um, I want to say they do it at that museum right there by Laney mm. or one of them places. I forgot what they do it at, but anyway, they do that MLK. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that she, she presented, she presented basically just knowing a lot about like putting, putting more perspective in like what grade ourselves. Was, what grade was this teacher? That was fourth and fifth. Fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. Wow. I, that she, she put me on the right trajectory. Cause after that is when I went over to, you know, going off the Claremont and stuff like that, but yeah. at least she gave me a bigger perspective on my role in the world. You knew you you had some semblance of self. Correct. How do you? How many black teachers you have, Lex? I was sitting there thinking, three, third grade, and then eighth grade. One of my one of my classes because you know you start switching classrooms, yeah. mm-hmm. and then. Senior year, one teacher. Wow, three, three. How many? How many? Give or take, would you say we come into contact with if we if we just go from pre from from preschool to 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 senior year? How many teachers would you say, give or take, we go through? Was that was that was that upwards of fifteen, twenty? One, yeah, six. If middle school, if middle school is when you start the whole Seven, different classes, six periods. six periods, give or take. Now more than that, then right? If it's yeah, it's a lot if you think about it, because you got to think. You 
12, maybe 12 teachers, seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. Because, you know, two years and then at the semester, you usually switch classes. Yeah. So that's 12. Then if you do. So that, we're, we're up, we're upwards of 35 people, yeah. give or take. Right. We're coming in contact with on something as on something as essential as education. And there's a good chance at a at a any at a, any given particular time, depending on your demographics, that few and far few of them are going to look and identify with you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Go ahead. The other fucked up thing for and this has to go more with my school and it just hit me now as we're sitting here talking, was that for seventh through twelfth, I was in a lot of these ed- quote unquote advanced classes Mm -hmm. and not many of the black teachers at those schools taught those classes. No, Mm -hmm. a lot of the teachers of of color that a lot of the teachers of color that, that end up at schools that are, that where black people are in the minority a lot end up in the special ed classes as like teacher, as like teachers aides and shit. Not even as, not even as like full on instructors. They come in, they get, they get special assignment jobs that are, that, that are like, huh, yeah, and see, it was like it was a regular public school, but now they will have like the so it was like gate and uh, those different programs. Yeah, 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 and so I just randomly got it was weird for me because honestly, I used to drink a lot, mm-hmm. middle school, high school, drunk all the time. Hmm. But since I got so many good grades and I was like the token black kid in all these advanced classes, they would let me come into class, know I was drunk, let me sleep through the class, and wake up. And leave. But as long as I kept turning in my papers and good and good grades, like my math teacher told me, he said, I gave you a completely different test than everybody else. Cause I, I thought there's no way that he could be able to do this. He has to be cheating. Hmm. So I gave you a completely different test mm-hmm. and I got the highest grade on that test. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so we're just here. We have conversations about you in the teachers in the teachers lounge because all my teachers knew like, yeah, he's drunk. Jesus. And we don't know what to do about because we can't talk to him because Mm -hmm. he's still getting good grades. Mm -hmm. So it was which is what they care about because that's where they get their money from. Yeah, exactly. I just I we were having that conversation. I was having that conversation with Regan and Kevin and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I I had. I had a, a black teacher. I had a black teacher in uh, ninth grade English. Ninth grade English, and then not another black professor until um, my my intro, one of my intro college courses, and then he ended up becoming my econ teacher and my my uh, my advisor in that department as well too, in communications. Um, not that that was a major, but I, you had to check in when you when you take so many communications courses, communications across cultures. The 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 prereqs for psychology, um, my minor, it's a lot of communications courses. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 sort of they sort of interchange that way. Um, so he ended up becoming one of my advisors on that level. Um, but at two two black instructors over my entire life in school. Yeah, I know that there wasn't one at St. Mary's. Not one. That that I don't even think I saw a black person that wasn't a student. That shit said that shit means something. Um 
I, what what exactly? I can't I can't tell you. I haven't I haven't I haven't processed it that far out for myself. But I just I just wanted to pose the question to y'all and to the listeners. Oh, you got Mister Sermo. My bad. My bad, Mister Sermo. You're our assistant coach. <laughs> um, I wanted to frame pr- present that to the group and then to perhaps the listeners and maybe maybe think about it to see. I, I'm just curious to know what that number is, because um, it's such a it's such an essential part of our shaping. And for those people not to look like us is kind of fascinating. Um, Interesting enough, though, I think that might have spawned like a, a good amount of people to become teachers, though, because I feel like I know hella teachers. I know hella teachers now, too. Yeah. Like I, and it was also like they it was more it was more inviting too, where they started doing like a, a lot of diversity hiring in schools. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, but. I do know that there was like an onslaught of like folks that did go into teaching. So I'm pretty sure that they're, I don't know what school is like right now, bro. Cause like I, I really, I swear. Cause, uh, cause Lars stays in my building. Right. Yeah. So we have these conversations randomly cause he just stops by the office, <laughs> but like, uh, cause he's a Dean and I always, That's still just, funny to me, bro. I always just throw random ass, like just random ass thoughts his way. And, like, it's always a reason for him, like, to get out of Dodge for me because, like, I will, like, throw the most wildest thought process out. Yeah. And, like, school ain't nothing like that no more. No. You know what I mean? Like, the other day I was like, so, is, you think in, in the schools, are they still are they still rolling out that TV where the VCR? <laughs> I mean, it's like, Nick, all right, bro, that, that's my cue. I'm like, yeah, you, 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 don't, you don't have no idea how this works. The TV, nigga, you hear the TV being wheeled down the hall and you just hope it's coming to your class? Bro, please like, come in here, my dude. Like, yo, 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 it might be us, it might be us, it might bro, be us. I'm about to put this head down, bro. Man, I'm going, hey, as soon as them lights go out, I'm out. Man, no I'm matter out. what that time the, and then And then, but then it's some times where it's something that you actually want to watch and you're like, fuck. There's a few of those movies that I watched in class where you're like, damn, that movie changed me forever. Yeah. Um, did we watch it? We might have watched Schindler's List in school one time. It was like, why are we watching this right now? Y'all can play it. There's a few. I, I know I had it hard out, but there's a few questions I absolutely wanted to talk about before we got out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, the China relationship in between TikTok, the virus. I want to talk about that hella much, and then the, uh, and then the the AI that got signed to a acting deal and a record deal. <laughs> Holy fuck! I feel like that. I feel like there's some correlation there, and um, and uh, what was the other one? That might have been it. Oh no, no, Wayne and uh, M's combo. I don't know if y'all got mm-hmm. to listen to that, but I got, I got some of it. You got to listen to that. Um, that whole episode actually of Young Money Radio was fucking great. Kevin Durant called in. Um, I got a whole new, not, that's not true. My respect for Wayne is, is up there, but I always, I, what I do with Wayne is different than what I do with, with, with like Hove or what I do with, even with Ye in that regard, cause of the, cause of the lack of the, the outward converse business conversation. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I just made the assumption that it's just hit the acumen or hit what he. When you, fam, being on mic for that long of a time, the discussions that he just naturally brings up and kind of lends, lends that nigga's smart as he's, fuck. He's intuitive, bro. That's, he's that's always been a thing. Smart as fuck. Yeah. Uh, me, you, me, Ellen Poe got to talking about Wayne sort of 
becoming the goat in our eyes when 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 those times were for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're, they're, they're celebrating, not celebrating the Carter II, but they were talking about a Carter II is one of those longer albums that are are brilliant, which is true. But the Wayne, the Wayne that I, that that sort of took that shift for me, Block is Hot is great. Lights Out is great. 500 Degrees, all great records. The Squad mixtape's great. The Prefix mixtape, though, where it's like majority black, black album uh, freestyles, that right there, that the prefix and the suffix, I'll never forget where I was when I heard those mm-hmm. and going. Because the hot boy shit, you, you can tell that they're smart. All that goes for BG, that goes for Turk, that goes for Juvie, that goes for Wayne. Something about Wayne made him feel a little bit more advanced. And then you get to 500 degrees and the, the more introspect young and blues and shit like that. Like, okay, he's a little bit, he's, he's smarter than we're giving them credit for the prefix comes out and it's the generic thing is to kind of lean on vocabulary and go, Oh, it's okay. It's the, it's not the vocab. It's how thoughtful. And I, and I, you, I know my, my homies that, that are creatives when they ask me for critiques and shit, I use the word thoughtful a lot. And I don't know. I don't know if that, that word carries the weight for y'all that it does for me. Um, I use that for you. I use that for you. I my boy Justin, who's a writer, um, Tanahasi Coates, one of my favorite creatives, uh, Bomani Jones, one of my favorite creatives, uh, B Walk, one of my favorite creatives, um, uh, Special, um, who was on the, who we talked to on the show last week, um, um, uh, Iman, her writing, it's just I use the word thoughtful. It sounds like a blanket sort of generic statement, but it, I use thoughtful because. Prince says it in uh, beautiful in the beautiful ones book. Hmm. Everybody wants to know what the funk is, but the funk is the thing that they least expect. It's the space in between the notes. Hmm. So everybody's trying to fill up these bars with these notes. They just want to fill it up. Can you leave space? The funk is in the space. I'm like, God damn it! That's the thoughtfulness he's talking about. Those beats and those variables that people neglect and, and gloss over. Uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates, uh, The Water Dancer, the book. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't know what niggas got going on. Please read that. Set in slavery, t- in, in slavery times, he manages to make you completely disregard every any and everything that's ever been told to you in, in this, the, the, the variables that are abused in telling those stories. He manages to use none of that shit. Hmm. How? How can you take the same setting of a story that's been told over and over again and create a brand new one and and have my experience with it be brand new? That's mm-hmm. thought that's just pure thoughtfulness. Completely. These character he's made up these characters, he's made up these this the setting. He's it like the story is compl- it's his first fiction based book. And bruh bodies that shit. It's it to me. It's equated to thoughtfulness. Um, pref the prefix, albeit a mixtape, is where you can hear the thoughtfulness. Like bruh's computing differently. He's got a he's taking completely different angle. And so now, fast forward. That's almost fifteen years ago. Almost twenty years ago. We're talking about for prefix and suffix. Um, to hear Wayne now host a radio show and talk about the things that he wants to talk about and the things that fascinates him when he start when him and 
when him and uh, M start geeking out on processes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so. I thought it was such a it was such an honest sort of subtle moment, but it was a real one into how thoughtful he is. He's like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta uh, Google myself and find out what the hell I said so I don't say it again. <laughs> I thought that was so fire. But then he just said something great just randomly though. <laughs> Because like he always just held, he always holds himself at this level, like there is no like absence of confidence whatsoever. No. I don't think over the course of Wayne's entire life has there been an absence of confidence when it comes to his output, nope. like a, like the work that he does. Nope. Maybe in business ventures or business the business part of things, maybe at some point there might have been a little moodiness about that. But as far as like what he knows that he does, yeah. there's never been an absence of nigga. This isn't my calling or what I do immaculately. Yeah. Um, what you kind of hear too uh, between him and M because yeah. I was thinking too that listening to both of them talk, it, it gives me even more appreciation for us being able to have an opportunity to hear something like that. Yeah. These are two guys that you don't hear anything from like you that know, have mastered something and, and has mastered exact, exactly but then to listen and hear and like i know there's so much so much issue that people have with m's career now like as if you can just erase everything that m does uh because of not being able to relate to him but i also i was just thinking that like think how how can you be as great as he is at hip-hop and when you leave, if you if you leave a booth or leave being around somebody else that raps, what you go back to has zero to do with hip hop. Like, I don't, I, there's probably there, I'm pretty sure there's not one family member of M that knows pretty much anything about hip hop. <laughs> so, like, who who keeps you grounded in the genre? I just felt like that was I, I, for some reason. I Roy, just felt like Royce. Huh? Royce now, but they were they they and you see it. You see him slowly coming too, because he's around Royce again. Oh yeah, you know, and so to your to, that's to your that's to your point. Mm-hmm. And um, what got me in their conversation is just how human the both of them are, and they don't get enough credit for just being like just regular niggas. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, man. Like they like they hear them nerd out. About each other's records and the records that M chose to nerd out about were like so random, but just so if you're, if, you would only know that if you're, you know, if you're, if you're a fan, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, you you said it, G. It was, it was, it was a dope insight to the two of them. Um, so salute to Wayne and Apple for Young Money Radio because even the shit that he's playing, like, Nigga, he was playing our shit. He like he played some BG joints. He played some Hot Boys joints. He played some Ju- he played some Juvie B sides. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm not crazy because this is how I feel about these records too. I think that's all you could tell a lot about a person about their playlist. Um, also, it's cool to see that they're like batoning too. Like, yeah. I think that they're like it's hard for them to really gauge or know like who's new like i'm pretty like well for wayne it's wayne i know just listen to himself so no 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 but he i I, we thought i thought that when he was talking about how many of the new people he's a fan of that that made me happier than anything yeah the fact that because he 
so wait, much. Wait, but he said before why that's the case, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. he skateboards all the time, and yeah. that's the music that comes on when, mm-hmm. he's, when he's skateboarding. That's the yeah. time that he gets to get to know those type of deals. But and that's that, when you should consume too. When right. you when you're your happiest, your freest, mm-hmm. uh, and because I feel like who would be a better gauge of talent? And so hearing M, hearing M talk about like why he why they signed Boogie and how special they really think Boogie is. Like it's not, Boogie is, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like here, like hearing how much Wayne loves Lil Baby, like that that meant a lot. Now and uh, how much M loves YB and Corday. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm thinking about them. I'm like, yo, where are they hearing this right now? Do they know that the goats are stamping them? And like, they believe that Jesse Reyes is the next big thing, which, hey, I, which I agree with. Hey, you've I been saying you've been saying Jesse Reyes and Doja you, Cat is going to be the biggest things you, out. But we'll gee, see. you've been saying it. So when them two niggas start nerding out over Jesse Reyes and uh, and M, and Wayne brought it up, he's like, hey, don't you don't you work with Jesse Reyes? Like, and M, and, and M was like, yeah, she's dope. And M, and Wayne was like, yeah, man. Like, but it's it's just it's that shit. That's the that's the magic. And the cool thing that Wayne kept saying though was that. Certain individuals, they just need the ear. They need the ear. Bro, he kept he, saying, when he kept saying that, kept bro, saying. that shit kept because you like, listen. That, that was really listen. touching me each time because he was just like, you listen to him. You gotta listen, you listen to yeah. him. You gotta, you gotta listen yeah. to him though. Like you yeah. gotta hear them though. So they just need a, they just need an ear, which was just super. And like, he said, he, it's what he said about YBN. He's like, you know, you got, you gotta go listen for real. Yeah. Uh, he said that about uh, about 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 Griselda as a whole. It's like, nah, but you gotta, but you gotta listen for real. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that about uh, Tim. He said that too. It was in one other. It was one other sort of obscure artist that he mentioned that I was like really, really happy for. Um, shit, it'll come. It'll come to me. Which lets you know it, it gives you insight too to Wayne's full career and how many acts he's worked with and like how he's put on so many different artists because he definitely has listened to these artists. Like he's listened to what they say. That's the only way that you're able to gauge Nikki before Nikki. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. If you watch that DVD, it wasn't this Nikki. Nope. If you if she you got li- with Young Money, yeah. If you listen to early Drake, it wasn't this Drake. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So you gotta the things that you, like people had opportunities to sign Drake. There's no way you're about to sign Drake, the Drake that you knew. You know <laughs> what I mean? But like it was the, literally the ear that he's had, you know, what Tiger has become. Yeah. It's just uh, shit. I fuck. I hella fuck with Lil Twist. Lil Twist is like a spit out of Wayne right now. Yeah. Uh, he has. He's gonna have some fire at some point. Whenever he he's working on the on the work right now. But when he comes back out, I think the twist that's gonna be reinserted into the game is gonna be special. But like it's just so many acts. Bro, who brings out the fucking best in Wayne is fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Gutta Gutta. Like, put Gutta Gutta on a track and you go get some wild bars from Wayne. From Wayne, yeah. <laughs> and niggas just dismiss Gutta. Like, Gutta like, Gutta is on some of the hardest, like, B-side joints. Like, for before the Young Money tapes, the squad tapes. Like, that's Gutta's voice that we hear on the Bro, squad Bro, Demolition shit. 1 and 2. Man. Man. Spazzing. Man. Okay. All right, so we, we can get out now. <laughs> um... Lex, you had a conspiracy about where TikTok originates from, <laughs> where the virus originates from, uh, which was an interesting angle. I and 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 not one that's surprising because I've heard it. I've heard it somewhere before, but I TikTok is doing numbers right now. Numbers, sick numbers, like like ungodly numbers. Everybody has TikTok. Everybody. And it's weird because even if you think about it at the start of this whole homestay, everybody stay home. You've seen tons of celebrities like, 
oh, since I'm bored, I just decided to get on TikTok. These are my first TikToks. And mm. you just started slowly seeing it just infiltrate, yeah. like just get in there. Pop culture as a whole, like news, news segments cover TikToks. Oh, yeah. yeah TikTok um, and Fortnite might be the largest things in the world right now. Are we... The 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 conspiracies in and around which I think my bad go ahead which I think Fortnite I'm finally getting to I'm an old nigga now I feel like Fortnite is Halo one hundred percent one hundred percent okay I'm getting I'm getting closer <laughs> no we I'm, said I'm getting closer we this said is, this, this is very old being on this whole thing right now as far as video games go like I was, the further like a, a no we total we like totally said that. Okay, it's like this so. is is Fortnite just Halo kinda okay. And niggas it's, just was, char- it's just character based Halo. Niggas was like, yeah, kind of, but not really. <laughs> and I was like, all right, but it feels like it's kind of like Halo. At, at its essence. At its essence, it's Halo. Halo okay. Halo was before its time. Halo was fucking up. Is Halo, are they still making Halo games? I'm I pretty sure. So. But when I saw I saw a cat jump all the way into the sky and just stand there, like stand on like some type of thing inside the cloud. We and sound I, so and I, old. And I was like, yeah, this game ain't for me. Because I, so I would have never thought to jump up there and just like sit there and just like snipe people from in the clouds, bro. Like, nah, it's a wrap for me. Sniping from the clouds is crazy. Bro, it's a wrap for me. I ain't got nothing to do with this. I'm but the, I sound hella old right now. I know. With the virus, though. Yeah. How it's being covered is is the most discerning part. Um, from people who are inside the hospitals, who are on the front line, and 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 people who have covered it and talked about the seriousness of it, I I, I cannot dismiss that. However, there there's there, there we also can't deny how the coverage is being beefed up. How how many commercials exist in and around it? Um, how many deaths that are people being hit by a car? That are that are uh, uh, that are related with diabetes, there's hypertension, all these different ailments that that exist in and around. If we're just talking black community, how many of them are have been swooped up, and how many people have died every day consistently before COVID? How many of them being swooped into the numbers uh, to 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 help cook the books and continue the narrative of COVID? That doesn't that doesn't. I hope that doesn't diminish the, the seriousness that exists in and around the virus but that i think that is something we need to explore it's like hey the number of people that died were dying already daily are being swooped in to these numbers to help perpetuate something a, a different scale a different a, a different um a different angle and to act like that isn't a thing to where um uh police reports and crime statistics haven't been able to do that before to sort of offset numbers because the numbers are based on what those departments are relegated uh money wise um it, it it's based it's based on your on your reports and, and crime statistics like it, it it is the whole departments go whole departments get eradicated depending on their performance and their importance based on uh, how the money, how different grants and, and the taxpayers' money is, is broken down. So you'll see furlough. It's like, hey, we got an influx. You know, we got an influx of cash that we got to use by this quarter or else they're going to they're gonna undermine our budget. Let's go. It's like, yo, this shit is all crazy. And it's hard not to be wrapped up into. It's hard not to be wrapped up into all of it. I feel like if I, if I was a statistician, like I'm loving right now. 
Because before I had to, I had to categorize all these different deaths. Yeah. Now I could just put that shit on the COVID. <laughs> hey, ah, oh, nigga, I'm I'm in that <laughs> office like this, nigga. Yep, that's COVID too. Fuck that. Fam got shot. Nigga, nigga that's, that's COVID. That sound like COVID. That sound like COVID to me. Was he? How was he breathing? Oh, that's COVID. Yeah, bro. Uh, how was this last few breaths? Was it heart? Yeah, that's COVID. That was COVID. That's COVID. Yeah. Yo, this shit. This shit's many, bro. It's just many. Um, Some of our listeners gonna hate me for that one. But my no, no, no. We we're gonna we get killed for that. <laughs> uh, but with the with the whole TikTok China, it's something there because now virtual like AI like CGI characters are able to sign with agencies and get and get and get agency deals as actor and as actors and musicians, and have two point eight million followers on Instagram. A CGI character. A CGI character. Are we surprised? Are those, are those CGI followers? N- nah, they're pe- the people. How'd they find out about it? Here's How did you find out about it? I told you, I went down a dark... <laughs> that was a part of the rabbit hole? <laughs> that was part of the rabbit hole. <laughs> just that Elon You had Musk to see interview. his face. You had to see his face when you asked him how'd he find out about it. <laughs> like, you, like which, which, which story you want to know? <laughs> exactly. Like, I could tell you for real why I started that, but I might have to hurt you. <laughs> you see how quick you got pulled down the rabbit hole? Yeah, no, definitely. Now I was trying so, to, I was trying to figure out like, where, like how did like, Lexi where, 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 was that from the Musk uh, thing? Yeah, from oh, the okay. Elon Musk. Because okay. it all started when Joe Rogan was on Elon Musk this second time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he's. He said, in a year, we'll be at the testing stage of pouring neural links into the brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said, once you put that link in, it would, it would be able to give a blind person sight, a deaf person able to hear. Wow. And he says, and once it gets to that point, it would be able to give somebody who can't, is paraplegic, give able to movement. use his limbs and walk again. Wow. And so like then upright? he was like, yeah. And then it went into... He was like, it's going to happen at some point in time. He was like, one of two things. Either a, he was like, AI is going to pass us, and then it. what are we good for? Yeah. Or we get combined and we get into this whole new space of with AI. Hmm. And then from that, you know, me just starting to look up other different stuff. I just stumbled behind that article hmm. where it was talking about that AI who's now signed a music contract and an acting deal. And I started thinking about like, how would that even work? And then I had a different conversation with somebody else and they were like, yeah, how would that work? And then it just popped in my head. Imagine this AI character being put into the avatar movie as a person. Yeah. It could clearly work mm-hmm. or even, uh, what was that other movie where they kept going into the, like they were going into the video game. It was supposed to be based in the future. It's based off the book. I can't remember. Not trying. Not trying. Um, oh, the one where they had like Chucky as a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like there's so many ways that now this AI character can just be put into movies. It's. But what if the AI characters think it just start wilding though? Like, like, like all the same vices that exist for like a human star. The the CGI star is just like even while and even way more. It's like TMZ has to TMZ's doing coverage on fucking AI characters while in 
like bingers. Like this nigga's this nigga's late to like we haven't seen him in weeks. He hasn't shown up on set and they go find this nigga in a hotel room with blowing bitches. It's like, oh, like you can't escape the vices. I don't give a fuck if you're man made or not. Like you you with you, spark plugs and viruses. <laughs> And held up in the held up in the W in LA nigga just wild and like I'm not coming out <laughs> like fam you don't have a choice you don't even control yourself. Or what about when the when the AI go down the rabbit hole and like on the conspiracy theories and like find out like what it was built for? Oh, <laughs> yo, like, yo, and be like nah, this shit is bad news, bro. Like, and I need to get away from this shit and then start developing other motherfuckers like yourself in order to be on the same side as itself so to, it has somebody to agree to with. Over, to overthrow the thing that make... Okay. Yeah, like something to agree we're, with. Like, bro, like... We're writing the script for him, fellas. We can't. We got to keep it. <laughs> they ain't going to write it. It's too original. We got yeah. We got to... We got to write... We got to keep that for ourselves. Um, That's sick with it, though. Did we have... I feel like Black Mirror is kind of on today with the, uh, with the Miley Cyrus one. I think the last episode they did. Oh, yeah. They kind of they they were kind of touching on that. They didn't go to they didn't go full throttle, but they kind of was touching on some of that type of stuff. Was one of your notes aliens, or was I tripping? No, uh, no, nah, that was the it was in M- regards M- to M- Wayne and M. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were they were talking like aliens. Is what I got from it. Um, That's what it was. Uh, uh, Russell. So the, we I touched on it briefly. Uh, the Beastie Boys doc. Um, there's a section in there in the beginning around the License to Ill um, record and the License to Ill tour um, where they talk about, you know, just being exhausted, being burnt out. And 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 they were sort of able to blame a lot of that on Russell. And it's the one uncomfortable part of the documentary for me. Where it, you know, it, it, that like they, the mis- the misogyny that they, that they, that they wrote by all accounts and create and helped and were and complicit in creating because it, maybe they would have told this, told that story that way anyway, but it felt like given Russell's circumstances right now, Russell Simmons, this is I'm talking about, um, which the Beasties are one of the first artists signed to Def Jam because people forget. The Run DMC is was wasn't weren't deaf weren't on Def Jam. Hmm. They were on profile. It's, it's different. Uh Beasties, LL, the first, like are the first Def Jam artists. Uh Curtis Blow wasn't on Def Jam. Like it like he eventually was, but the, the, those first releases aren't Def Jam releases. They're in partnership with Profile and these other record labels that they had to partner with because they hadn't developed Def Jam records. Like the Beasties were there for Rick Rubin and Russell's meeting to form Def Jam. So they literally are flagship artists of the label. Like, that was all they had in the beginning. Also, early Run looked like he was on something. like Rev Run or, or Russell? No, Rev Run. Like, yeah. like, no, like, Rev Run looked like he was about that shit. Like, about that. Like, oh, no, no, no. Them, no them, Queens, them Queens niggas for real. Like, they was... Them niggas was... Oh yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah, that like, like the run now ain't got nothing to do. With nah, that. his his and that's why his pivot is so many because it. if you go watch them early, like oh they was on some bullshit, and then J, uh-huh. Jam Master J was outside for real, for real. Uh-huh. So them niggas was tripping on a whole different type of time. Like Queens niggas was giving it up, completely different. Um, and I wonder how that how, what we going through his head when JoJo be talking to him. 
laughing at that nigga. Like Jojo, like Jojo, you don't even you don't even know the half of it. You don't know nothing. Like you got you got me fucked up, fam. Like, like, it, like the energy he be he be approaching his dad with be killing me because I because I be looking like because some of the people that be like kind of holier than now. It'd be like you know they, they came from some shit. They, they didn't came through. They didn't you know they didn't came through some fire, bro. So like, because they just look at you with a smile, like okay. Like, hopefully you get it. One All day. right, nigga, you were back to fuck up off me. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for this grace of God, right now, <laughs> <laughs> and turned to the old me. Um, but Russell, it, it it made me wonder whether if Russell wasn't going through what he was going through in terms of like the different allegations that have been alleged against him. Um, sexual different sexual assault cases and what have you, would they been able to just completely dis sort of displace the the blame on like because it it feels like it's all on Russell. But to the defense, Russell after watching the documentary himself took ownership. He's like y'all just mad immature and 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 didn't know it wasn't a great leader at that time. Mm-hmm. And he's like they're like the guy's spiritual journey and what they evolved into, but it's. Um, capitalism industry all these different things especially when it comes to to successful black visionaries I'm I'm sensitive to because of like how much of that was uncharted territory and it's like they oh he didn't get it right he got it way wrong and they were able to just like kind of hang their hat on that and let it be. And so Russell had to shoulder a lot of that blame. It 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 did it made me feel uncomfortable personally for Russell, mm-hmm. knowing that he couldn't he couldn't combat none of what they were saying, given his circumstances right now. He had to just take that on the chin and accept it. And it made me wonder whether he would have responded differently if, if the circumstances were different, if he were in a different place. Completely. If he weren't exiled by the industry right now. Because he's, he's in a way bigger hole. Like, that shit is small fries compared to what Russell is dealing with right now. Like, yeah. Like, the allegations up against him is like, nigga, if we ever see you, if we ever get an opportunity to see you, we putting you underneath a jail. Underneath a jail. So, like, those are just different circumstances. Like, Russell is in some mountains somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With no cell service. What is it? What does that say? And are the are the beasties are 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 Mike D, and uh, are Mike D and Ad Rock aware of like were they aware of that? Um, I it just, it just I had so many questions in and around that particular part I, I of the doc. So. I you, think so. You do think so? I really believe so. I think I think a lot of people get their rocks off on a lot of these things um, when there is no there's nobody to combat it. I feel like I feel the same way about that that Mike doc. Like I just think that you're able to tell these stories because Mike is not here to defend himself. Yeah. Um, and probably. And and, and what and would he? What would what would what would Mike even say to that? What could what could you say to at that many allegations of sexual assault when when everybody's so adamant on getting you the fuck out of here? What can what can you what can you say? What could Mike have said to defend himself if he were here? Well, Mike would be Mike, so I'm pretty sure there's an estate to keep the 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 hush money going. But so I doubt that they make it out the way. I don't know. Maybe maybe giving now. I don't know if the if if the money's larger uh, to come out as opposed to what hush money is. Yeah. 
because it's, I'm pretty sure it's past the t- past the time to be able to do an NDA. It's, it's been been happening, supposedly. So I definitely just know why niggas be be doing an NDA from the jump. Yeah, like bro, because 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 this should this should be out of hand. The first few the first few parties I went to where the NDAs were out, I was like, nigga, this is weird. And then you go see you go see how regular the debauchery is like it ain't it ain't hella far out there but it's out there enough to where you gotta go somebody would try to leverage this very moment right here i need to protect myself right now when it's that much money around a lot that much that much money in the vicinity and everybody becomes that's a many everybody becomes blood sucking that's a many way to live bro like you gotta you gotta do an nda for a kick it Chris, hey, we bought we barbecue. Chris Brown. I'm not, actually, I'm not gonna call out people, but like <laughs> that's like that's literally what you have to do at a certain stage because it, it folks are opportunists. Shoes off, phone in the basket, sinus India. <laughs> in that order, though. I'm just coming to kick it, nigga. <laughs> hey, you want me to bring something to the barbecue? Uh, bring a pin because you got a sinus India, bro. Nigga, what? You don't want no taste salad? No, no chips. <laughs> I can't bring no juice. Nope. Just bring a pin. Just bring a pin. Blue man. or black ink, please. <laughs> blue or preferably blue or black ink. It's crazy, bro. Real life, man. Cause I, this folks be tripping, man. Cause I, I can definitely see, like, so without talking about anything in particular, uh, because I respect all victims' stories. Yeah. But I can definitely see how you can live your life one way. And then as you age, grow and become completely oblivious to how you used to live and start thinking that some things were, you know, beyond the scope of like what you would definitely be doing now for sure. So there has to be something in the wrong when like everything is in the wrong in that moment. Okay. But that's not for specific, want, that's not for specific situations. I that's just f- literal. That's like a blanket statement for I, just the thought process of people being opportunists. I want to reframe. I want to. I'm sorry. I want to frame this most respectful way possible. How is that retribution um, different? I feel. I feel like that retribution is is not not how. I feel like that retribution is significantly different. Um, as, as far as victims are concerned, mm-hmm. um, when there's, when there's, uh, when there's, when there's general sort of, it just makes it, it just makes it shaky. Mm-hmm. It just makes it, it just makes it really shaky and not as, not as black and white when there's retribution for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in, and, and not retribution for like significant, uh, no, that's not even a word. Uh, when there's not retribution for all, for all, mm. but there's retribution for like, hey, I've had fifty years to think about this, um, and this is where this is where I landed at. I was taken advantage of. What can we do about it now? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that oh man, I don't, I don't, I, I need to work through that and how to and how to and how to ask. Yeah, it. no, we kind of stumbled across a topic that is very it, that's a mind feeling in itself, and is it and it's uh like there's definitely right and wrong in in things, mm-hmm. but there's also levels to the whole thing because because we keep looking at everything in black and white, like yeah. we're looking at the past in black and white, yeah. 
when all this shit in real time was gray area. And that's and that's what I'm oh so time, so just the that's what I mean. That's yeah. you, thank you, G. We're looking at it through the lens of what right and wrong is today. Right. That's changed dramatically. 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 And and the and the uh, the pace in which it on see, everybody's changed. side. Though. Yeah. No. No. Every. Yeah. yeah all, like all, the way, all the way. All the way. All the way around. Yeah. Um. The pace in which that has changed has has sped up a lot. So mm-hmm. where to where it took a long time to sort of get out of this collective sort of acceptance of of misogyny at the forefront and, and, and hip hop alone, niggas are at least raising an eyebrow to it. Like, okay, it still exists. I mean, it's not eradicated. Yes, not, yes, not at all. Yeah. It's, it, it 100% still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, how we, how we view mental health has changed dramatically. Um, just from the, being able to have conversations in and around therapy with my parents like that, that's, it's, it's crazy how, how conversations in and around religion have evolved, how conversations in and around, um, parenting and adulthood and education and all like these things these these cultures have shifted so much the concept of a bully the bullies the bullies sort of how to bully exist in pop culture today my nigga is completely different like there wasn't there wasn't a movie made without a bully in the 90s mm-hmm. there was class act mm-hmm. the, the, <laughs> the, the bully in class act the bully in your average disney movie the bully in your in in you uh in your in your live action Disney movie, to to it to 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 to, to internet shaming and and suicide like how that's transformed tra- uh, immensely it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so to retroactively retroactively uh, judge content by today's standards when it existed thirty years ago, twenty years ago, even ten years ago. The the shit with Tyra Banks, the the a, a snippet from America's Next Top Model, came like they're they're analyzing it through the lens of today, where she was talking to, to a young she was talking to a young woman of color about her gap and what wouldn't be acceptable accept, accepted in in the modeling world based on what Tyra this is Tyra talking about her experiences her and Tyra and Miss J are like yo and. And now, we, now people get to villainize them for just furthering the culture of what existed then. Like it's it, it, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all all about big girls now, but that wasn't what it wasn't. A, a Takara was the first big girl on next. I, I remember that being a thing. Yeah. yeah, I'll never forget that. Yeah, I remember that shift happening and going like not seeing like that. T- Takara's whole storyline on that show was like, yo, they don't let big girls in modeling. Right. And it's like, damn, Takara look like all the girls from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, I'll never forget that shit. Mm-hmm. So, trying to retroactively like judge shit in the the early, the late '80s of 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 niggas with access to new money, a lot of dope, and being mixed in that being mixed in that disco in like the end of disco, the resurgence, like the the elevation of rock and roll. And the birth of hip hop all happening at one time. I can't imagine all the bullshit that was happening then. And the crack, and the crack chan- epidemic. And the chance for black males to get legit legal legal money. Yeah. But still, but still run into this like threshold of power. It's like, wait a minute, I'm rich for the first time, but it's still when you get to the top, it's some Jewish dude that's dictating all the moves. It's a whole bunch of shit that's going. And again, this this sounds like. 
being like we're apologizing for it or defending, not defending it, just simply asking, how do we retroactively judge something when it's a whole bunch of bullshit taking place present day? I don't really can't really walk back these cases with you when it's still it's still people being murdered in real time. Can we talk about that? It's still people. It's the sex trafficking is happening right now. Bro, this that is, a lot of people are complicit in pimping is still a thing in 2020, my nigga. Bro. That's crazy. And this niggas that talk about, and there's people that are complicit in it that aren't the pimps and the hoes themselves. Hey, P, say P. That's a thing. Like, niggas talk like that. That's just get that shit up out of here, bro. Mm -hmm. If that's really how you feel, but don't, we don't, you just, just getting to pick and choose what righteous heels you stand on when it fits you is, it's, it's a, it's how niggas aren't uncomfortable by it is is strange. Yeah. So in a way, I guess it was it it was a necessary evil to to uh, demonize the acts and go full throttle on the acts um, in order for it to be a strong shift in uh, in society. I guess. So I guess people were in a way sacrificed uh, for the greater good. Uh, for some of these things, but the, I think we also just have to realize the, the, we've been here for a long time. Yes. But the amount of change that has happened has really been over the course of maybe 10 years, maybe. Yeah. Which is a very short period of time for us to make as many strides as we've made in this short period of time. So it's not saying that we need to slow down at any at any way whatsoever, but we we have to give our brains an opportunity to make the adjustment without the the overwhelming lash out at at individuals learning the landscape. You know what I mean? Like we've been here this entire time and this motherfucker's moved at this pace. You know what I mean? And and I'm all for yeah. everybody being everybody being the best version of themselves. Yeah. Uh, but there are individuals that have to learn that process. You know what I mean? They have to get, they have to get to it. And lashing is not exactly a learning experience. It's not the it's not the most lashing is not a learning experience. It's not the most like beneficial learning experience. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like folks have to be. They basically just ha they have to be presented with options, like presented with other options. And to just automatically throw them into a box of being a horrible human being and I'm an amazing human being without knowing, without with me having l no light whatsoever on me and all the light shined on the horrible individual isn't going to make the change because there's so much shade, bro. Like there's so many people that get the high behind the lens of we are directing this light at this, at individuals hmm. as opposed to like the collective, like what is the collective? <laughs> oh to, shit. We're individualizing the problem when it's a, this is, a, this is back where we started at. Bro, this is a, this, this is a, a, a giant problem. This is full circle. The, I can't personalize or individualize the, the, this issue because it, it's revealing a problem with us collectively. And so I, as L was talking, I was like, damn, we, do we run the risk of like 
abusing our male privilege and like and dismiss it. No, 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 that's not what's happening at all here. What's happening is like trying to move from individualizing the 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 issues that our society has is not just like hey we got a pro- this one Russell's the problem Cosby's the problem no nigga this the this system the systemically we have a problem mm-hmm. collectively we have a problem collectively we have to protect our children collectively we have to make create safe work and career environments mm-hmm. for women Completely. collectively. That's not going, hey, this issue didn't exist. It's like, no, what the fuck is wrong with the system? Completely. Damn, G. Damn. Because the more and more we we individualize these things, the more and more we think that... The less and less the work on on, on putting the emphasis, shining the light on the system is. Yeah, the the less we get to believe that it's something that happens to us or happens to individuals around us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah, we shine a light on on these human beings because they have a name. Yeah. Uh, so it allows you to, you know, it's clicks and all that stuff like yeah. that. But people get to hide in the shadows from those type of things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 just a. I'm just trying to. I'm just. I'm always trying to think about when we have a problem, the solution. Hmm. And the solution a lot of times is putting everything on the table so that that we can see it all. Is it a privilege to be solution-based? Yeah. I mean, I think think we all got privileges for things. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm only asking because I I couldn't agree more. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yo, let's just figure out, I can't really really deal with you on like being, being so engulfed in what took place. I need to figure out a solution right now. Fuck, man. I and I don't want to change that part about me, but it it does it does that, create this. That's it, the thing, though. I think is that I I constantly believe that we all have a role, so we think the way that we think for a reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if we were to just blanket all of our thinking, then that's going to hold us. The the folks that are solution based. Yeah. If we say that you can't be solution based because as a collective, we are trying to we're still focused on what the problem is yeah and we're trying to wrap our brains around the problem that means i'm suppressing myself that Facts. means that means that we have no opportunity of getting to the next stage because we're going to constantly be thinking and looking at the exact same angle so we just need to create space for everybody we need more angles bro we need more we, angles we need more angles <laughs> this thing this nigga's on one today oh vantage vantage points bro we need more angles we need to see all angles of the problem in order to get to the solution i think i'm just providing i'm providing the angle of solution so you can go ahead and beat me up about that and reprimand me about that and combative combatively confused combatively confused uh my statement and you go ahead. You do that. You know what I mean? Jesus. But it's it's not changing anything about my it approach. It isn't changing. I'm here for you. Like, this is why I'm here. That it's, 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 my, it's my love language. Me, and and me, me being here looks like figuring out a solution. Me showing up for you looks like figuring out a solution. Yo. I love you niggas, man. I love doing a show. Coming at coming as a fixer, bro. All, all situations need a fixer, bro. That's what a nigga pop up at. You see me in a room, you know a nigga about to fix some shit. <laughs> what you about to say, Lex? There was something I was going to say a little bit ago, but then I was helping with the groceries, and then I had to go back to... The one place... This nigga Lex comes, he's, he's, he's on the microphone. 
he, he, he's a, so he's a part of the show. He's manning the cameras, and then Nana walks in with groceries. Now this nigga's getting the bags. Like, yo, hey, it's the only place you can come do it all, man. You don't, you don't one stop shop, man. Yeah, you, <laughs> go ahead, my bad. But um, when you was talking about like Tyra, yeah, and even like when the Beastie Boys was talking about Russell as far as their deal and how they feel. He got they got jerked yeah. when Russell was like, "Hey, you guys breached your contract. Yeah. You don't get no money." And with Tyra talking about like with the gap in the tooth, another thing you got that nobody thinks about is in that time, that's what the industry was like. Yeah. As far as the way Russell's running his label is how everybody's running their yeah, label. Standard, yeah. And so, this is the standard. Yeah, this is the standard. It, by don't standard, make, yeah. you're supposed to be on tour for three years. Yeah, and with Tyra, her telling her, like, look, in this industry right now, I'm not giving this to you to put you down or to further. To, I'm trying to help you to make sure you can get your full on career and you know exactly what what is going on yeah. and why some people might not give you these gigs. Yeah. And so then it goes to this other idea of them having to re they have to get to a place where they can teach break themselves of that. And teach something new. That part. And Man. I know, and I know I you ain't doing that from right here. <laughs> yeah. You ain't breaking no molds down here, bro. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. At all. You know what I mean? Like, what what influence? What 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 do you what? My nigga. You, and we we've already revealed that our our currency and what we respect is celebrity. We don't respect we don't respect shit but celebrity. Bro. So now that now that now that that's here and the person that could help break it, you know you don't want to allow that space to do it. What you want for real? Oh, you don't know? Bet. Say you don't know, but don't be combatively, combatively confused and come fighting for something you don't even understand what the fuck you're fighting for. Yeah, I mean, in that, in that instance, Tyra could have looked far ahead and, and saw that the world was going to change to where it's at right now. <laughs> and then she could have completely lied to that girl that day. And she probably would have felt better about how people were treating her today. Yeah. But that it wouldn't change anything about that girl's career that she was talking to. Facts. Because she still wouldn't have broke no modes at that time. Huh. It's st- from that time, what it was still what, like six, seven years before any like there was a change whatsoever. Come on, man. Like they just now started having women with gaps that are able to be a model. With 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 skin issues, with 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 uh the plus size and, and, and reshaping that. Like, all this shit is new. And let's really be honest. Artists still ain't getting paid by labels like that. At all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, while Beastie Boys making that requirement, it's like, no. Yo. Oh, man. It's still on the road today, Black and Blue, bro. Exactly. Like, it, the 3 to 60 deal was still made after that. Just just want to point that out. Um, I love you, niggas. Thank y'all. We stayed way over. Um to all the all the was, all the it was necessary. Yeah. All the mothers out there, happy Mother's Day again. Yes, yes. Um, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, it's been another episode of Meet the Brave, and we'll see you next week. Love, love. Yes. <laughs>